0: Hello and welcome to episode 303 of the Awesome Comics Podcast. The place with a small press makes a big noise. I'm Vince Hunt, writer of MI666, and joining me as always are the creator of the webcomic Vanguard, Dan Butcher. Hello. The ghost writer of many a postcard, Mr. Tony Esmond.
1: <laughs> I think we might we might out me today. I think everyone now has had their postcards and realizes it's me. Oh, <laughs> yeah. well, well, we'll get into that shocking exclusive soon enough.
0: <laughs> but this week we are also... Joined by the host of another podcast you really must check out if you yes. haven't already. The show is the Mega City Book Club, and it's a pleasure to welcome Eamon Clark to the show. Hello, sir.
1: Hi, guys. Stay awesome. Hello, <laughs> <Hey>. No, <laughs> too soon.
0: It's, it's too yeah. soon.
1: About two hours too soon. Good. We like enthusiasm. <laughs> We're encouraged by it. Yeah. <laughs> Honoured um, to be here.
2: Oh, yeah. Pleasure, Hi, chum. <laughs> Tony's given me a list of words I can't say, and I'm just <laughs> looking up what they mean.
0: well there's gonna be no dan's dictionary this week so that won't be in help um but uh, um but you know what the what is oh no i messed it up i messed up the segue Uh, i'm sorry i was i was go with it just go with
1: it keep going just
0: go go where go where oh i'll tell you what i should go
1: go. i should
0: go to ComicHouse.com.
1: We yes, like to to
0: go com- Comic House are our, our sponsor, and thanks, guys. No, I think we saved it. I don't think they'll know. No one. Um, no one I got Comic know. Drunk
1: last week, so I don't know. I don't think you're doing too badly, to be fair.
0: You get Comic Drunk every week. Um, but Comic House are our sponsor they are the indie comic marketplace with a difference because they truly love the indie books that they they want you to check out if you go to comichouse.com there's a huge selection of titles on the database lots of people are posting their stuff on there and it's another way of, of sort of avenue of start selling your books but they have an app that you really must check out Sign up for only three pounds a month subscription service, basically like Netflix for comics. I'm just going to lean into that now. After a couple of years of doing it, um, <laughs> it's only been what four or five years. Netflix <laughs> haven't sued us yet, so no, 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 they haven't. <laughs> no. Yeah, yeah. Well, Netflix, if you're out there, no, no, they, no one. They don't listen to this show, um, but they really should. Cause then they discover Comic House because <laughs> yeah, you, you get. Access Where are we to going
1: to, with this one? This to is an enormous
0: library of. <laughs> Look, I'm trying, <laughs> Tony. There's an enormous library of indie comics on the Comic House app, such as Dan.
3: We've got uh, Zero Medal, Issue 1 and 2, and that from that's from Brazil. We've got Snake Claws, Volume 1, Issue 6, uh, yes. by Edison Nia, that's from Singapore.
1: That's before it goes on um, Comicsology as well, because yeah. i think five yeah. five's just gone on Comicsology, yeah. so if you go on Comic House, you get it early. Get it early. And all the others. Just for, <laughs> one, just for the one,
0: one fee, get all the comics, not like yeah. Comic... Uh, you get all of them, but like like Dan said there, there's, <clears throat> there's, it's not just UK comics, it's worldwide, there's creators yes. from all over the world that are adding their comics there, and if you're a creator and you've just got some digital PDFs lying around, add them to the Comic House site and people will check them out, you know, because the people that are part of that really want to read comics, which is brilliant, and if you want to find out more for a 14-day free trial, go to comichouse.com today and uh, tell them we sent you?
3: Yeah. Have a read. Have a browse.
0: Yeah,
3: many of the titles we reviewed have been uh, put on the app, and uh, the host's comics are also yeah. on there. So yeah. take a look.
0: Yes, I think that might be the most professional one yet. Yeah, that was smooth. Yeah, that was smooth. That was great. That was great. <laughs> <laughs> I was impressed just watching it. Uh, I mean, I mean, you're literally watching the car go over the
2: cliff live and in real time, aren't you, Eamon, <laughs> This week? No, yeah, it's all right. Great, yeah. Glass City, that's what I'm reading on Comic House. Oh, uh, that's Hooray. on there now, isn't it? Yeah, 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 yeah. He's a
0: member of the group. Yeah. Nice. What, of the um, Facebook group? Yeah. Oh, lovely. Well, more and more people should be. But um, what yeah. group's that? New listeners? Actually, if they are awesome new listeners, they, chat, they, they've it? probably stopped listening by now, haven't they? If, 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 that's if, nice, all right. Yeah, yeah. 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 Yes, but the Awesome Comics Talk group is amazing, and you should join it. Um, but and we'll if take... you're a member
1: of it, there's a chance you might get a postcard from me. Yes, Hooray.
0: yes Let, let's let's cover like this exclusive shocking reveal <laughs> um, because I can I'm just getting it down from the pinboard. Allow me to uh, read you a bit of a fan mail that I got oh, that's in, nice. in the post this week. yeah um, I'm obviously not going to divulge my address <laughs> but it reads as follows: "Hi Vincey. hope you are well and the move went well. We've just got back from a lovely mini break at Centre Parks. What tremendous fun. Did a lot of cycling, so that can be a little traumatic. But I think the bruising has gone down now. Might have buns for tea. (laughs) Brian and Pascal. Now, before you think, what is this strange haiku of a postcard that that may just be the the ramblings of a madman... (laughs) <laughs> who doesn't quite know where they are or what they're talking about um brian and pascal are uh two individuals very close to
1: tony yes yeah.
0: um why are they close to you tony
1: they're my balls
3: <laughs> i had to explain to my lovely wife what who they who they were
1: i've got a, i've got your card here danny danny so i read it or do you want me to read it or have you got it I've got actually,
3: I've got it right here. Hold on, okay, Danny. Danny. <laughs> I love the fact that we, we were so <laughs>
1: shocked by this. We've got it near us. <laughs> the uh, I like, I called I, Vincent Vincey and yeah. Dan Danny because I thought that was nice.
3: Mm. Hi, Danny. Hope you're uh, it's great with you, and you're not letting the uh, lockdown get you down. It's good to have a big hobby, and I've recently taken to collecting obscure beer bottles. They can come in some uh, really interesting shapes and sizes, and labels have some uh, fantastic art. I'm feeling much better after I fell into that broom. Is that?
1: Yeah, I fell onto a broom.
3: Fell yeah. onto that broom. I'm
0: having some cheese for tea. Brian Basco. <laughs> I mean, what I, what I love about it is the story. I mean, it's a little bit of a No Country for Old Men, isn't it? Because the yeah. story's going in a certain direction, and then all of a sudden it just stops. Boom. <laughs>
1: yeah. the, so I read you the one I sent to Sarah Harris? It yeah. says, "Hi, Sarah. Are you keeping copies of these?" Yeah, keep this all. It's, it's an ongoing art project. Hey, Sazza, <laughs> this is a great photo of a minibus and a bridge. As soon as I saw it, I said to myself, "You know, would enjoy this postcard, Sazza. That's who." I'm sending. So I'm sending it to you. I've had a busy day. Earlier, I saw a horse. How cool was that? And I had some cheese for lunch. Catch you soon, lol. Brian and Pascal.
0: <laughs> I mean,
1: I think I think it's lovely.
0: Do you know? Yeah. What? It, it, it's. Um, I mean, I will say. I think one of them wrote the address and the other one wrote the um, message because they both they spelt Vincey two different ways.
2: Oh, well, Tom, I, sent, I sent one to
1: uh, I sent one to Tom Stewart in the name um, Mavis Crust, and uh, I sent it to I sent it to to his address, but I addressed it to someone called um, Derek Cabbage, <laughs> and I felt so bad because. He he, he, got, he thought he had a bit of a stalker, so I bought him a book as a present to apologise. Yeah, and then I sent one to uh, uh, Christian Wildgoose. So that was from Brian and Pascal. And yeah. uh, I rang. He just happened to ring me out of the blue, just nothing to do with suspicion. And I was sort of chatting to him. I went. And he just said me, "Oh, how are you? La, la How's the sounds work? La la la." He went. I went. Have you? Um. He had a postcard recently. And he went, Ugh! and he sort of started hyperventilating <laughs> and shouting. <at> me. <laughs> <laughs> Jim and Laura had been wondering who it was the whole previous day, and been asking people they knew called Brian. Yeah. if they would sent a postcard. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah.
0: I must say, Joe did say to me, like first, who, who is this that sent you this card? Because so I mean, she was worried that someone had my address and was sending this kind of stuff. And then when she read it and and then asked the question, "Who are Brian and Pascal?" <laughs> word for word, she stopped, just looked at me, and went this is
1: the sort of person that you associate with. <laughs> and, then, <laughs> and then
3: just walked out of the room.
1: <laughs> and I have to say, if I had your address to hand, Eamon, you would have got one too. Oh, yeah. right, just, okay. I'm looking to forward phone, to getting one. i so. get uh, yeah.
2: yeah. mine from Graham Peanut.
1: <laughs> Graham Peanut, yeah. it's <laughs> crust. Graham Peanut. Vernon's one of those. There's a guy called Vernon. Derek Cabbage. Derek, Derek Cabbage, was it? Right. Okay, brilliant. Yeah. I mean, what an
0: amazing lineup this is. But, I mean... <laughs> This is, you've just got a job lot of postcards, haven't you?
1: Well, I got th- opposite, where I sit in my new office is a post box opposite. And I was sitting there thinking, what can I do to wind you lot up? And uh, I thought, oh, I'll go on eBay and buy some, un- it's not actually that easy to get postcards that haven't been written on, you know? Hmm. So I ordered these postcards and a lot of them were just of mini buses. <laughs> His, minibuses on bridges a postman in a bus. you know something sort of mm. and the bloke must have he actually wrote to me he must have thought all his christmases had come at once because i bought these shitty postcards off him and uh he said oh by the way there's there's only 25 five the the, the advert says 26 so i said, oh, don't worry about it mate it's all right and he went, oh, okay thanks for being so thoughtful you know i don't know whatever you know and i got these through the post i've got a few more left
0: uh, well, well let that be a warning to you all people. <laughs> and and also if you do get something weird in the post, there's a good chance it's Tony. It's from Tony's
2: balls. <laughs> <laughs> and it's got a broom, broom
1: story. Yep, yep.
0: Uh, it's got all kinds of stories. Um but how was centre parks, Tony? How was the bike ride? Is it right? Right,
1: yeah, I love centre parks, Me, I've yeah. never been to centre parks. I don't know. I have. Yeah. I yeah. don't yeah. surprise Center me. Parks.
2: Have what you been a, to A&E with a broom-related injury? Right, <laughs> no. so what we going to well, talk about this ever, week? Have uh, you
1: ever come across a broom-related injury? Uh, I have, yes, I have. Yes, yes. now we know why you're
2: <laughs> here. <Yeah>. And, <laughs> and when I worked in A&E, as I'm sure Tony knows this already from experience, not his own, but um, <laughs> it's always it's always the story that, you know, when I clean the house, I like to get naked first, and <laughs> then I slipped,
1: <laughs> and I fell yeah. on the Hoover. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that's, okay. why, that's why they created hetty the hoover right.
3: just, yeah i was doing my morning squats over the shopping and then the cucumber just happened <laughs> yes yes yeah.
1: Jeez. Oh, it's got lubricant on it
0: yeah jesus well that well that that tub smashed in the bag yeah uh, in the pool.
1: yeah
0: I could, I could absolutely... have i
2: told you my jimmy Carr story tony no you haven't no All right, I'll be very quick. Have I got time for a quick story? Of course. course. It's Jimmy Carr, the comedian, isn't it? Yeah, the, yeah got
1: the, the new hair transplant, isn't he? I new hair transplant doesn't yeah. pay his taxes. Uh, did a thing, <laughs> uh, did a gig
2: at Cambridge Corn Exchange that so I went with the family,
1: right? And he started doing this
2: thing about doctors and said he was really whenever he met a doctor, he always wanted to ask them life and death questions, but he always ended up asking them the same mundane question. And he shouted out, "Are there any doctors in the audience?" And I got a bit excited and put my hand up. <laughs> it turned out I was the only one.
4: <laughs> oh.
2: so, he said. He said, I'm going to ask you the question. He said, I don't want to ask you life and death questions. I want to ask you what's the weirdest thing you've ever pulled out of someone's bottom. And fortunately, I had a good answer, which I can tell without breaching patient confidential- confidentiality. I said, um, it was a plastic Humpty Dumpty toy. And immediately he earned his money by saying, coming straight back and saying, blimey, did you need all the king's horses and all the king's men to get
0: oh my god
2: no. um, sorry to interject that i've taken no, that home down no, no, brought it up.
0: Yeah. i mean <laughs> i mean by the way if anyone's listening this is a comic book uh podcast um <laughs> we, we, do we talk about making independent comics although tony this would be i think there could be uh you know if you scan these there could be a collection yeah in the future yeah, yeah.
3: I wrote one
1: to I wrote one to to Johnny Campbell and it, um, Johnny Can- Cannon, sorry, and it was um, something like this is such and such. She used to be thinks she was famous, but now she works in the Wimpy in Chesham. I always thought she was a bit of a slag. That's the the sort of content of it. And he made up this whole backstory and put it on on Facebook today. <laughs> I wonder what that was. I was yeah. like, that's that, that's not like Johnny. <laughs> <laughs> I, I just got a message from him saying he guessed immediately. He says you're demented. I think is the message he sent me. Yeah, yeah. yeah.
0: I think I actually um, recognised your handwriting, Tony. That's from right.
1: as soon as I started... Well the uh Tom Stewart said to me, You're you've got the handwriting of a little old lady. You do. Enough. you do. You Yeah. Uh, I think Tony's to nice. I'm to a packet on the card. You know. So, yeah.
3: My wife said who is who are Brian and Pascal? And I was uh and the Tony's testicles and then she gave me the postcard. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> and sanitizer. <laughs> <laughs> <I've written that. laughs> When, when Daryl Thorpe's missus read the last um, Atomic Hercules and he told her that he was going to work with us, she just looked at him and she read it, gave it back to him and then went, why? <laughs>
4: <laughs> I listened to
3: that podcast of when you got Daryl on and it's yeah. you, you and that's, that's a great one.
1: Funny, isn't it? Yeah, Yeah, it really funny. enjoyed that. Yeah, we've done, we've done one for the Patreon, actually. We done. We do have to do one. We agreed to do one a month, so we just finished another one. It goes off the rails immediately, nice. which is where I talk about having bought a comic when pissed, and I can <laughs> remember buying it. And I smash, I found the bloke's name on the envelope and said, did you send me a comic? He said, yes, you bought it. And I'm like, oh, yeah, shit, I must have been drunk.
3: Oh, will it's one thing that's interesting. Like, someone said to Daryl, oh, you don't do that, wasn't it? Like, your style couldn't do that. Oh, I can't remember the word in Daryl's, but essentially they said, he he wouldn't do those kind of things. And it's like, well, if, and usually an artist can pretty much do anything.
1: Yeah, uh, I think he's done it, well. Yeah, yeah. that's good. Yeah, thanks to everyone on the call, actually, because you're all uh, patrons. Thank you. Yeah, it's very kind that's of you. All right.
0: Well, we're just, mm. we're just enjoying the um, comics we
1: get. I was about to say free comics. Well, it, could, it, kind of, how, it kind of is. How are you finding the, the patron comic experience, Tony? All right, man, actually. Yeah, I'm finding it. Um, It's something to do most days. Mm. you know sort of just retweet it or if it depends on who's because it might be i only have one day that i'm responsible for is one day at the weekend gotcha and um daryl's got but you can schedule them all so we're already yeah. scheduled like a month ahead so it's not oh, as if you have to do a huge amount i do those little videos like back issue video things that i do hmm. um and i just do one of them a week and then sort of fumble <laughs> about trying to upload it to the and then I have to ring daryl or adam you know.
3: recommend once a while make one free and then promote that on social yep. media
1: yeah, we're about to do that actually with some of the pages because nobody because if it was Herc, everyone would know what they were getting, but because it's this new character, nobody knows. So we're about yeah. to do a few like, a few pages for a yeah. No, good idea, man. Yeah, yes. yeah. Well, there's a lot of podcasts and, do Patreon, don't they? Is it something you've ever thought of, Emmanuel? Nor?
2: Uh, I haven't. No, I don't. I mean, I don't particularly want to, but I know Space Spinner Two Thousand do. Uh, oh, have now do. got a Patreon. Yeah. In fact, I think I probably shouldn't say actually because they were sort of. They were advised not to at first, but they've decided to do it, and they've got a Patreon and they put out bonus stuff as well. Oh. Um, did the review process ever get back to you as to what the delay was? I mean, serious question.
1: Was no, it- they never did. It's it's no. a weird one. We got we so we we submitted it to go live and they okayed it, and then we went to press live on it the you know a couple of hours before we were due to, and they said we're reviewing it, and that was the Thursday well for American time it was like three three thirty, four o'clock Thursday afternoon before Bank holiday Friday, um before Good Friday. And um and it said no it's got to be reviewed. So we sort of sat there and I tried to email someone. There's like a box you fill in and press send and never got anything back. Um Mm. and then Saturday morning it said um just to let you know we're reviewing your content and we thought that's weird. Mm, And then we got another one. We got another one on the Sunday, sorry following day saying we are reviewing your content. I don't know why. I wonder if it was something to do with the weekend, the long weekend. It, Sarah, yeah, yeah. yeah, it could have
0: been. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's it's almost like one of those, um, you know, when you call up a, a call center about something and you're you're on the uh, line for like forty five minutes listening to the the, the, <laughs> music. All, the awful music. Yeah. You get yeah. through to someone, and all of a sudden it hangs up yeah and then you've got to go back to the line again yeah I
1: wonder whether it was a weird one though because i I can't imagine that patreon patreon don't have to do some form of due diligence to make sure that they're not suable for the content they have on their site
3: i I did a fairly risky post and it got tagged immediately my account got upgraded to like an adult and i was like no 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 i don't want i've removed the post i didn't mean for that to go like that and they responded and changed it so they are watching
1: yeah so i wonder if the if the first thing you put in when you google tribute press whatever it's going to be me adam whatever it's going to be comes up as um a piece or a blog or a tweet or something saying we'd been banned off kickstarter i wonder whether that's when they decided to hand it up the chain to someone to Maybe. give it a bigger review or something you know just that's just the only possibility yeah. i can think of really
4: hmm.
1: you know but
0: but it's on now and it's, it's yeah, li- yeah it it's seems to be going chicken.
1: quite quite smoothly thank thanks to everyone who's, who's backed it you know yeah. we've got a good number of people and you know we're never going to be millionaires but it's, it's nice to see people reacting to it stuff. Yeah. you know we get quite replies yeah. and things which is good yeah, yeah
0: yeah I think some people i mean one one of the fascinating things when we had elise Richardson on um and she was talking about it and, and stuff um you know creators like her and, and you guys and stuff like that um, it's very much creating the patreon and giving people something for it um yeah i think sometimes as with all um crowdfunding i think um like especially with podcasts i th- i think f- for me personally podcasts have to be a they have to be a special case. For me yeah, me to Yeah, I mean, I, I, will yeah. tell everyone now. The ACP isn't going to have a Patreon. Where, no, you no. know If people no. ask for it, it, yeah, it's nice. It's nice to know that you pledge, but rather than that, when we do a charity drive, give money to charity, something like that. we're, we're yeah. Not, yeah, we we're doing all right. We can, we see
1: we get a thousand pounds a week from Pete. Yeah, you know, I just, mean, com, so. Comic Comic <laughs> House, are like yeah. you know, keep keeping Pretty us good. in the yeah. in the class A's and um,
0: the yachts. <laughs> so, <laughs> um, so, so we're doing all right. Um, and when I say class A I mean like maths class, uh English class and things like that. You know. Nothing, yeah, nothing. Have, you got, have you got A levels? So, um what are we gonna talk about <laughs>
1: <laughs> Anyone who's been in a phone box in central London knows what that means. <laughs> oh right, okay. Oh yeah. right, you were making one of your dirty jokes, were you? Yeah, it was anal oh, it was right. meant, it meant anal. Oh Smith,
2: really? Uh, yeah. Smith and Jones jokes about, you know. <laughs> I took one of those postcards. and said, "Strict, strict, madam gives uh, teacher discipline" or something like that. He said, "What did you get? I got an hour
1: of Latin and double geography." <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure the only the only time those cards ever get used is when you drunk to drunk put them in your mate's pocket in a pub. Yeah. We're back on
2: postcards again.
1: Oh yeah. God,
0: yeah, yeah. Let's get off this this scandalous subject. <laughs> we uh, were serious for a moment. <laughs> yeah, well, wow, well, semi-serious. I mean, you, you can already tell, folks, that this this is, is going to be a fun one this week. Because um, Eamon's just as uh, immature as us. However, <laughs> however, he's very much on the ball and is a encyclopedia of information and fascinating insight on his own show, the Mega City Book Club, which have we all been part of? Now are we all? Uh, no, or, I'm yet to appear. Still, still waiting for Dan. Dan yeah. Man. Still. Oh, here we go. Still waiting for Dan, aren't we all? Eh? Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah.
2: Tony's been on it twice. You've been on it. Vince, what, well, yeah, and um, yeah. uh, we're trying to line something up for Dan. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. Yeah, but it's fascinating though I mean uh, those um, comics discussion shows uh, like like well, the stuff you do as well, Tony. It's, it's fascinating stuff. Like it's great getting a chance to to sort of pick some books. Like when you when you asked me to come on board and you were like, "Oh, let's talk about this one," but also let's talk about Bernie and Frankenstein. I was like, "Oh my god!" You know, this is going to yeah. be. You know, yeah. the only the only problem was you you um having to edit it afterwards. No, it was As it was, I, I was
1: a guest, I didn't care um... <laughs> yeah. As you get used to that, Vince It's quite nice when you're that Yeah, yeah, yeah. it was like, oh swearing. right,
0: I can be
2: the problem this week um... <laughs> <laughs> It was It was. Um, I mean, it's You know, it's supposedly a British comics podcast Mainly 2000 AD yeah. But I thought, when am I going to get a chance to talk about Bernie Wrightson's Frankenstein yeah. And I knew you were a big fan And uh, as I said I said on the time, you should do a deep dive on Bernie and he writes mm. on yeah. Tony's yeah. podcast as well. Yeah, we. Talked but about yeah, him. I mean, what yeah. a you know. Yeah, what an astonishing um, piece of artwork or you know series of artworks that he did. Mm. Yeah,
0: yeah, and it's, it's it's just also with those these sort of shows when you pick a couple of things going back to revisit the well is a joy, isn't it? Really, you, you realize, oh, God, this is why I love this book, and it's, it must be the same for you, Tony, like when you um. That'd you can really one.
1: look into it, man. You can yeah. really dig into it. And um, there's all these comics that we read as kids that we love, and we, sometimes we don't go back to them for decades, do we? And we think, no. oh, I missed that, you know. Yeah. yeah. And there's a lot of panels that, uh, panels that we read as a kid. We, me and Aymon did one on uh, Fantastic Four issue recently, and it's something I read as a kid and devoured and reread. And there's just panels in there that are just forever stuck in my conscience, you know, mm. consciousness, you know, sort yeah. of, uh, yeah, really. And easy. we had...
2: Oh, such a good time talking about Fantastic Four, yeah, and Jack Kirby yeah. and Stan Lee, and the you know the golden age of the '60s uh, Marvel universe stuff. It was we had.
1: We had a great time on that one, Tony. Yeah, we, we did. It was a really good one. Yeah. 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 But that was that was a really good one. And you and I, we we Louis joke about it, about the research we do, about it's become the cold war between me and Eamon, where we, <laughs> we almost try and outdo each other with the amount of research we do. And Eamon sends me some exhaustive list of everything he's read, and I'm like, Right, I need to read these and add one. You know, it's a bit like <laughs> that. <So it's> all... <laughs> Brilliant.
0: What um
2: what led you to start the actual pod itself? Um well, I don't know. Actually, it was. It was. I was. I talked about this on Damien's podcast. I was coming up to a significant birthday, I think, and I'd had this daft idea to either start a podcast or get guitar lessons. So, just, are, you, are you saying that podcasting is the new midlife crisis? Is that what it was? Started? My midlife crisis. <laughs> yeah, it was my midlife crisis, and I wanted to do something about 2000 AD and uh, British comics, and I wanted to do something that was a bit positive about it because. Um, mentioning no names there are other podcasts that are not quite sub- <laughs> yeah. positive these days um so i yeah it was basically just that it was i think i'm coming up for five years i'm about a year behind you guys or are you, oh, okay. or are you seven years now we're coming okay. up to six six so, right so yeah. I'm, yeah I'm about a year behind you guys and it was just you know i thought i'd put out one a month it's ended up at being one every two weeks uh uh, occasionally, bonus shows come out. Um, like you say, Vince, you have to do a bit of editing and you have to learn how to do it, don't you? You, yeah. had to, you know, I remember you had to go away and learn how to do it. Yeah. And then um, yeah. round up the other two. What I do is
1: I <laughs> I, I, I didn't have to learn to do it because I could just ring Vince all the time and ask him. <laughs> if you totally do this. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah. Once you've got a, the, the sort of the general idea of how the editing works, there. I mean, obviously, shout out to all the people that do all the bells and whistles to their shows and everything. But, um, I think for the sort of shows that we do, um, you know, it's once you get the function down, it's just a case of I know how this works. I will use it like this. It's fine, you know. Mm. You get, and it's it's getting it's getting that format in your head and knowing how. I mean, I can't tell you when I when I was on your show Eamon, um, and and I, I said this to the guys afterwards. I have no idea what I I'd talked about. You always um, say that when
1: you're on a podcast. Yeah, yeah you I, said that to me before. I, I think yeah. because
0: I just you just get carried away having fun, like talking about comics and stuff. And then I, after the fact, I just think, did I say anything of any like real like quality? <laughs> Was there any information? But so what? <clears throat> sometimes, like um, when I listen back, it's like, oh right, yeah, I, I did make a little bit of sense there. there. Um, is there been times? Like, what is your editing process like? I mean, I keep it rough and ready on this show, unless Dan Butcher drops a C bomb. Um, what what everyone is. I've done often. Of late. Of late. Um, I'm sorry, if you want. No, yeah. no, that's all right, Dan. Behave yourself. Um, otherwise, you get another postcard. No, um, but I, I mean, what you people hear every week is essentially what there's, you know, I've even stopped cutting out the pauses. Um, sometimes and the dead air but do you do you like fine tune it do you really laser focus
2: on stuff like that i'm i'm trying to do less of that i did i did initially and you know um i tried to do less of the sort of in detail editing i do i do try to be kind to the guests because i know when people listen back to themselves mm. the first thing they do is they listen to their own voice don't they and they listen to themselves saying um mm, and ah and, mm. yeah so i try to take out some of those yes yeah. and be kind to my guests um and so on um over you know over the years i think i've got quicker at it and done less of it uh and hopefully you know the audio i was talking to tony about this i keep buying new equipment and trying oh, upgrading do, yeah. the new equipment <clears throat> um yeah but hopefully the audio gets better i've, I've got Got a chap coming on in a couple of weeks a music journalist from Glasgow called Jules Boyle and he came on the show um I think you know you lost an episode I think didn't you Vince famously uh or infamously <laughs> yeah. and I've had a couple of disasters yeah. I've had I've had this chap he was on a few years ago and I tinkered with the settings and one of the devices didn't work and the other one I tinkered at the settings and I made a real cock of the audio and I'm listening to it um, somebody said on, on the forums at the time it sounded like he was sort of like speaking down an old-fashioned megaphone into the microphone it was oh, terrible shit. but anyway um, and then there was the one I recorded with in fact with Damien, Damien and um, Helena at uh, um, Lawless or Lawgiver what was it yeah. it's now Lawless isn't it it's
1: Lawless now isn't it yeah so it might yeah. be Lawgiver yeah is that the one where you might didn't invite them to your hotel room or something that is, that is exactly right,
2: right. Yeah. Yes. yeah, yeah yeah <laughs> I was too embarrassed because we were in an incredibly noisy bar and I was recording it, you know, at the table in the bar and it was just too noisy. And of course, a few floors above us, we had a perfectly, I had a perfectly good hotel room. I could have invited them up to, but I was just too embarrassed to say, hello, they're dead hookers. They're not alive.
1: The hookers were dead.
2: (laughs) (laughs) They were all right. Yeah, that's right. Right when I (laughs) left them. Yeah. As Damien said, you know, you could at least buy us dinner first. But, Uh, yeah i mean the editing process it's a funny one isn't it you know i've just spent uh, a couple of hours yesterday editing the next episode which will go out next sunday and um yeah you know it, it's it's a weird experience i never thought i'd be spending so much time tinkering with audio settings and trying to improve uh, yeah. the audio of the podcast but do you do you, don't you do yeah. you listen back to yourself
1: that's a question i think is interesting
2: so I always think it's weird because when you're the host, you listen to yourself, you listen to it as you're doing it, you listen to yourself as you're editing it, yeah. And then I do that, um, I do that thing where you listen to it on the car audio or on your headphones to get an idea of what it's going to actually sound like before yeah. you put it out. So I, I end up listening to it three times. Like, I'm oh, okay. sick of myself by the third time I've heard it. So when it actually drops and comes out, no, I don't listen to it. When it comes
1: out. Okay, <laughs> I'm fed I, up
2: with myself by then.
1: <laughs> I just tend, I tend to do like recording a one to you know i yeah. do that with because it's very simple the way i do it and i don't often if i'm kind of slapdash in my attitude towards most things in life but i sort of uh i just sort of edit the bits i knew were going to be bad and if it's if it's one with a particularly dodgy bit of audio from the other end i'll go all the way through it but generally i sort of go to the time notes that i made but you listen to it all the way through as well vince don't you, you said to me you do like a listen through or something
0: the, yeah, there. I mean, I do it less and less as time goes on. Um, right. I definitely because I'm making no You know, I do make notes as the show goes on. Like, you know, if any, if there's any um, audio glitches or my coughs or anything like that. Um, um, but now I'm a case of like, on the night if I know it's gone well, I just know when it started, when it ended. Any any minor amends I just put the intro on I put the outro on and it's done I don't I don't I used to have a like aim did i I would um listen to bits of it on the edit and then I'd um when I was walking into work i'd I'd have it on headphones just to make sure the levels were all right and how it came out okay <clears throat> this is why some there's there's been a couple of times when I've put episodes out and I've missed one of the um the musical inserts for when we've had a guest on. Okay. Um, and I've accidentally not deleted it and certainly Tom Tom Curry, uh, at this chucklehead, um, the fourth Beatle, um, he, yeah. he he's messaged me and sort of said, Oh, at this time there's a there's a noise that happens and I, that's when I immediately go, Oh cheers, mate and I immediately um right. delete yeah, delete Jump it and direction. re upload yeah. it. So um but most I, I think of, during yeah. the
1: process there's there's a lot to be said about pressing record and it's kind of why we missed that one is press record and don't worry about it because if you're too worried about watching the levels going up and down yeah you're not concentrating on the flow of the conversation which it, yeah. it, it can be quite nuanced to kind yeah. of you know there's there's a lot of stuff to think about and as that, you go but, along.
0: yeah and the whole um aesthetic of this particular show as well it's like it's just rough and ready if it's rough around the edges then it's rough around the edges because that's kind of what small press is anyway yeah. most of the we time. go
1: back to mine when me and dan did the episode when you didn't have any internet that, that i bought about a month ago now and um, dan and i dan and i were full of asides every time we finished an interview we were between bits we were having a little chat and um, yeah. i sent it to you and i don't think your internet started till the monday morning and it was you yeah, to yeah. go out in a couple of hours and i thought i was sweating it thinking Oh, God, I hope he notices the bit where I say that such and such is to see you next Tuesday. You know, <laughs> and I'd, I'd probably shag her. You know, that sort of bits, you know, the bits that we have to cut out. And uh, so I did like a rough edit for you, didn't I, just to yeah. ease my uh, my worries overnight. Yeah. yeah. I
3: guess you, if you did go into a podcast with someone and then later you fell out with them, they'd kept all the little bits. <laughs>
1: yeah. And yeah.
3: done the expose, as it were.
0: I, I don't have enough... Uh storage space to
1: keep all the blackmail stuff up. Um, yeah. the, 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 like.
3: the juiciest, the worst bits. Yeah.
1: Have, you had to, have you had to cut some bad bits out before? Eamon, have you had someone... Because uh, Let's be fair to the 2000AD community, as much as I'm part of it and I do quite like them, they can be a bit inflammatory at times, can't they? <laughs> I have... I, I honestly can't remember what the bits were. I know I have cut out bits that
2: I thought sounded just awful and terrible and I got rid of them, <laughs> you know, again, to spare the guest's embarrassment. Yeah. Um, but I can't. Yeah. yeah, I never had to cut out anything of yours, Tony. But Thank uh, you. <laughs> yeah. We've had.
3: Yeah. I can recall having guests saying, like afterwards, "Oh, can you cut this out?" I don't think I should have said that, which is We've fair had enough. It, we? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It can be like sometimes you, you might be in uh, an NDA and yeah. You, like, yeah, you you sort of spout it off saying. We've had one oh, where we
1: that. uploaded it, and the bloke's sort of creative partner, he'd work, he worked with, asked if we could then take bits off, didn't we? So Vince had to take it down and take stuff out yeah. of it. Remember, yeah,
2: yeah, Yeah. Yeah. that was understandable. Yeah, yeah. 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 I I had a an interview lined up with one with a guy who works at Rebellion. All right. About their um reprographics department. About okay. uh, You know, because as you know, they own the sort of archive of Mm. IPC comics. But in order to reprint them, they don't have original art or print or photo plates or whatever they just they're scanning the comics Mm -hmm. and then they're cleaning it up and getting rid of all the bleed through and they've got some sort of weird ai sort of linked process that helps them do it and i got i was going to do you know i'm I'm probably this was an interview that never happened because eventually rebellion said no he's not available for interview because um, right. I think they thought I was going to try and get proprietary information from him, which I wasn't. I was just interested in, you know. I just Yeah, thinking, the process. Yeah. That's a big job. And I thought, you know, um, the process of cleaning up this artwork to reprint it um, is, is interesting. I thought yeah. it would be interesting anyway. But, you know, um, I mean, because Vince, you and I talked about Death Wish, didn't we? Which yeah. Was, they've done that. They've had to scan copies of Speed comic um yeah. and we talked about the brothers vanyo who did the yeah. art for that week in week out uh and then i thought i remembered because you had because you've interviewed barry tomlinson who wrote that yeah 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 and then you found out during the interview vince that he wrote, he wrote what's the s- name of the stormforce, <laughs> stormforce. Yeah.
0: and I, I was so Take taken drink, aback I d- yeah <laughs> i um, i was so taken aback oh, i actually got a drink in my hand actually oh, that was weird um yeah, I was so taken aback that I didn't ask him any
1: questions about it. <laughs> <laughs> he was the nicest dude. Yeah, he? He How dude, nice yeah. was he? Yeah, yeah. he was and dude. he's really positive online and friendly and, yeah,
3: really attractive i I'll
1: pitch in my experience about, like,
3: stuff. I've worked in a couple of magazines over the years for various different publishers. And one of the things, like, when you think, oh, why haven't they just kept backups or something of that? And I can remember working on a magazine for a couple of years, and they, they were working in uh, Quark Express, the layout program, and then suddenly they changed over to like working on adobe yeah. so they no longer had a license for quark so but they'd kept all these cd backups some of which were failing because of just that's the nature of cds yeah uh, they can no longer access these access to the files anymore because right. they, they they couldn't and yeah. you don't want to buy an entire license for for quark just for kind of that kind of stuff or it, it was just nuts and yeah you, you really think oh why aren't they on top of it it can be really tricky just to to archive stuff i mean as creators we try and say like oh you got to back up your stuff in case like your machine fails but i've had stuff i've backed up and i've gone back to later and it's just it won't have it won't read it yeah it's funny and even
1: if that even applies to like phone camera technology and stuff i was trying to watch a video i'd made of ron wilson drawing the thing for me at new york comic-con and it took me ages because i'd filmed it on some stupid phone you know it took me ages to find a program which would actually let me watch it right yeah okay yeah. yeah, it does change, doesn't it? Mm. My, my, flop, my VHS player and my floppy disk reader aren't very good anymore, you know. So, so. Floppy disk. I've oh. still got my pager, though.
0: Bloody
3: hell.
1: Hey, I wish I'd have hung on to mine just for posterity.
0: I, yeah. I, I never had a pager. Uh. You're a youngster. Yeah, damn right. I feel
3: like getting shot or stabbed when mine went off. It was so powerful. Yeah. Where did, uh, where did you put I
1: it? I hated my bleep. Yeah. Oh, you yeah. You'd probably have the bleep. But you'd have to go to a phone and make a phone call. They were the uh, the old the original ones, weren't yeah,
2: they?
1: Yeah, yeah. It used to go. I remember we had we had them where I used to work, and all the blokes in the office thought they were like you know geezers, and they'd all start chatting up the woman at the other end who'd pass the message on. Oh
3: yeah, you know, you yeah.
1: know, be things like hurry up, your teas ready. Yeah.
3: <laughs> this one, like this, will test how old you are. It's apparently a sign of old age if you use this a certain type of emoji in your communications. What emoji do you think it is? No. Oh. Is
1: you know, it just the ordinary smiley face? No. Is it's a it, what's okay. the one that's meant to be a knob? It's not aubergines, is it? I'll, I'll yeah.
3: spoil it. It's the thumbs up. Oh, oh, I right. use that all the time. Yeah. Fucking hell. Yeah, I know that came as a hammer blow to me because I was like, <laughs> "Fucking! I used I used that all the time." <laughs> <laughs> that's like an indication of uh, you being a bit past it and out of it. And I was like, "Oh, no, I'm well, nice just to oh, no. that one."
0: <laughs> if anyone could see, like the ACP WhatsApp group, it's ninety-five percent thumbs <laughs> up. <laughs> <laughs> that's our sort of little
3: interpersonal language. Is not it? We're saying, yeah. you haven't seen that. It's all good." Yeah, yeah, yeah. We have well, to change that now, chaps, because yeah. I can't bear of being uncool.
0: What was uh, it? what's going to be then? Is it going to be? Um,
1: I don't know. What's uh, the one that used to be where you, you know, that I think jackie chan did it where you put your fingers together it's like an okay sign you can't do that anymore now either can you because that's like isn't that white power or something does that mean now yes oh
0: what
3: that's a minefield isn't it
1: yeah
3: god God. it's like the okay sign and you make you make the o and then the k with your fingers
1: yeah yeah the i did i used to do the human emoji in the office so i'd say rather than send emojis just take a picture of me doing something and it would be me putting a finger through a donut or something like that you know we
3: might have gone off topic, you know. You
0: um, did. <laughs> uh, I mean, did we have a topic? <laughs>
3: um, well, yeah. one thing we we mentioned uh, at the start of the show before we start recording was uh, how can we put this? It was uh, Anna Moore, uh, Frank Miller popping yeah. up in a comic. Uh,
0: yeah, you yes. it up. Should
3: we bring the ATG guns to bear on this? <laughs>
0: <laughs> um, let's. Yeah, because well, what is there's there's a um, is it a Watchmen issue? Is that what it's it is? Rorschach, isn't it? Rorschach, yeah. yeah. Thing is, yeah. I have no contact. Cast... I've not read it. I read the first yeah. issue,
1: and I keep meaning to go back to it, and I haven't. And done I know, it
0: I've literally only seen the page that has become the internet, um, whatever you know, the trend or whatever. Um, and is it just that page? Is it just that one scene? Hello. Um, Frank Miller's in it, isn't it? And a couple of characters from Watchmen are talking to him.
3: Yeah, I think they go back, they go and speak to him as like, you know, how like a, a, an author in self insert, but like obviously Tom Kennings popped him in there. And there was talk of the fact that is he, he's called like, it's not very favourable to Frank Miller, the page. Isn't it?
1: Right. Okay.
3: I don't think it is. I could be completely wrong there, but um... it, it was harking back to the fact that. Uh, there's that panel where tom king and frank miller were on discussing batman and frank miller shot down tom it got King's... a bit
1: awkward feeling yeah it? yeah it felt awkward yeah um i have to say so it was a, a panel from years ago at least a couple of years ago I might, i'm yeah. going to say 2017 even something something and it was um like the batman panel and they had um a few people on there and frank miller was sat next to tom king and it wasn't argumentative, really, was it? It's just thought Frank Tom King would say something, Frank Miller would go, "No, no, no, that's not right," and then tell, say what he thought was right. You know, um, I don't know. If, I don't know how either of the two men feel about it. it. Didn't it felt a little awkward? But I'm not sure if I was watching it under the lens of just having read a page of a Rorschach comic. You know.
3: Yeah, I did. Uh, I was sort of saw a couple of things, and it's like I might like that interaction, and then the other day I just thought I was just creators offering up like, their different opinions. But when you look under the lens of. Oh, he's taken umbrage at this. Uh, maybe, maybe he did. I don't know.
0: Because when when I looked at it, like it, it it I didn't really get the context of um. You know the the Tom King thought Frank Miller thing. I, I mean, I mean the art's very strange anyway. And I I think what took me out of it is. When comics decide to be meta, let's just talk yeah. about that. Rather than rather than any sort of like, I don't Cordray. have I don't I don't have skin in the game when it comes no, exactly. to what, yeah, what, yeah, whatever, what, whatever yeah. this debate that the internet uh, let well so called journalism, which is laughable. But you know all the clickbait that's made out of it. We don't care about all that. No, but the subject for me when I saw that page was at first I was like, "Is that Frank Miller?" and I only uh, for certain really because I just watched a brilliant little interview between Ro- Robert Kirkman talking to Frank Miller about their comics which, oh, is, which you'd send, you know, it, you'd that send it on yeah. Yeah. yeah 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 which is which is great um, I do like listening to Robert Kirkman talk about comics because it seems like he genuinely talks about comics yeah
1: um,
0: yeah um it did I mean the art itself looks a little bit like Sid Haig from a House of a Thousand Corpses,
1: but <laughs> yeah, I yeah, you're it right, you're right. True, <laughs> Yeah, it does. Well, um, but mind you, he doesn't look dissimilar to him in real life, does he? I yeah, I suppose? Yeah. yeah. Does um, it
2: name please. the character as Frank Miller? Yeah. yeah. Yes, it, it says, does.
0: Yes, yeah. Some of the dialogue. Um, raw, raw. How do you say it? Raw shark. Raw shark. He says, "Frank, good to see you. Been some time." And another character says, "Hello, Mister Miller." Spoilers. By the way, this is just a page. I don't know what the rest of the book's like, so go for your life. Um, It's such an honour to meet you. I read Dark Fife over and over again. I think it's just a masterpiece. It's totally changed everything. Blah. I I know you probably don't want to be called a legend because I think that implies you're done, and I'm sorry, sir. But I'm sorry, sir, you are a legend. And I I don't... More to the point, I don't know what context... Please tell us if there's context to this scene. Or whether it's just a page dropped in, because if it's just a page dropped in, what's the point of it?
1: There's got to be more to it, surely, isn't there? Yeah. I, I the only thing I found weird about it is that it was Frank Miller and not Alan Moore.
0: Yeah, I was. Yeah, I yeah. was thinking, why isn't or Alan some Moore... kind
1: of parallel of Alan Moore or even Dave Gibbons, you know?
0: Yeah, because Frank Miller hasn't had anything to do with Watchmen at all, has he? <laughs> He no, has, like I think no?
1: he didn't do any variant covers, did he, for ending for before no, I can't think of any yeah. thinks so.
0: Yeah, I, yeah um, I really don't don't get that. So that that may be what draws in the
2: there's something maybe behind this page. But uh, So it's a fictional Frank Miller who's written a comic called The Dark Fife. Yep. Not the Dark Knight. And yep. he pops up in Rorschach, written by Tom King. And it, yeah, yeah.
0: And he thinks they're gonna kill him.
1: Right. That's right. Yeah,
2: yeah.
1: I don't. But everyone's conspiracy theoring, saying this is because they fell out on a panel, which is probably right. the only bit of YouTube they can find of the two talking. I'm sure they've spoken out otherwise, yeah. you know. Yeah, um, seems a bit of a stretch. Um, to be yeah. honest, I'm not going to yeah. say that didn't happen. But Oof. yeah,
0: are you, are you saying that saying that the internet is blowing things out of proportion? Dad, <laughs> surely <laughs>
3: not. Get our last week's guest, Perch. He put a video out, and for twenty twenty-one was it or twenty twenty? He tried to record oh, yeah. all the comic outrages on yeah. Twitter, and I think he did it for two or three months. And then he was just like, "This is I don't, I
1: don't think doing was in. that was it. I think it was yeah, yeah. it was absolutely it
3: because every day it was a new drama, and there, nothing changed, nothing mu- happened. There just... must
0: be a video coming soon about this from him. I'd imagine, maybe, maybe I mean, who knows? Yeah. But in yeah. terms of how do you feel about like inserting? real life comic creators in these sort of meta ways into comic book stories i'm not f- I'm not a fan uh, personally no. i don't I, I think it um it takes me out of the moment if you know what I mean that that sort of
1: yeah it's, uh, it's horses for courses me in general terms i'm going to agree with you and I said I don't really want Bill finger turning up in Batman and I don't you know do you think do, it, do you think Steve- it's
0: more like the um the superhero genre and all of these classic superhero creators, seeing seeing um a Batman talk to a, a real life creator is sort of like We what? get it
1: a bit in the horror genre as well, don't we? I think we get it a lot in, you know, oh here comes Lieutenant Carpenter. I don't really want that. Yeah, 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 yeah. um, but oh, I think... we were
2: really cross with that um dark what was it black label Hellblazer. Oh yeah. Where yeah. every other name was a reference to somebody who'd drawn or written
1: Hellblazer and um you know, John Constantine yeah, come- oh, Dylan's bar
2: and all this stuff. Dylan's sort of bar,
1: yeah, yeah. yeah. And that was yeah, clearly God. by someone who'd never been to England. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yeah, that's right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Nothing like it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think, and I, I think, sometimes if it's something like What If or Mad Magazine, or I'm I'm fine with it in those. Yeah, ones. that's fine. You know, it's just, there's that satirical edge to it, and you expect it, but there is. Yeah, I, it, it depends how it's done.
0: I I find yeah. whenever I've seen examples of it, um, it's it's most noticeable. In the dialogue or whatever happens from the character that the book is about, do you know what I mean? Never mind, never mind this, um, you know, the creator or whatever who's been dropped into this book. It's the interaction between the character and that creator which doesn't feel genuine. To the, it always feels like this is the voice of the writer. Yeah, this is this is not the voice of the said character. It always sort yeah. of changes. Um, you know,
1: I, I mean, I wonder, I wonder how many people who read rorschach i mean i hope lots of people read it but mm. how many people actually know what frank miller looks like mm. yeah mm. um maybe uh, maybe some there, of them don't even know who he is
3: didn't uh isn't there an Alan, uh, animal man one way yeah and that's kind of well, marison turns that. Yeah. up
1: in
2: it himself
1: doesn't he but that's yeah. kind of the theme of the whole book because the whole yes. book was really yeah.
0: um crazy i mean the, the classic sort of a. Uh, Looney Tunes, Wile E. Coyote sort of like, you know, that messed, it's so many different crazy things happened on that series. It?
1: Yeah. I mean, Stan and Jack turned up in the background, and in, in the in the foreground of Fantastic Four. If you look at some of the um, X-Men issues, you've got um, Claremont and Byrne turning up, you know, having a conversation with people. It it does happen.
2: Yeah. yeah. Funky Flashman was yeah. based on Stanley, wasn't he? House Roy.
1: Yeah. 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 Is
2: if because get... this is a Watchmen spinoff, um, Alan Moore and Dave Gibbons put Joe Orlando in Watchmen in the back matter, didn't they? In oh, the because right. um, he they turned him into a writer of pirate comics.
1: Ah, oh, okay, uh, oh, okay. And yeah, he's... the black freighter? Was it black
2: freighter That's it. Tales yeah. from the bra- yeah. black freighter. Yeah.
1: Uh, so yeah, uh, I think it depends when it is. This just seemed a bit stark and bold and <clears throat> yeah. Oh. You know, yeah, yeah. I, I did, I did enjoy the first issue, but it was one of the ones I thought I'm going to go to trade on this one. I think so. I okay. haven't caught up. Yet.
3: Yeah, yeah, mm, yeah. The, uh, I might get some grief off of uh, Stephen King fans, but in the Gunslinger series, it it kind of ta- ta- petered off at the end. There's large bits where like the main character interacts with Stephen King, and I was just like, don't like this, really don't like this. But yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah. Your book,
0: yeah. I, I mean, this whole sort of the meta vein has always been, has been part of comics since time immemorial, yeah. really, hasn't it? It's always always been there, and if you like that kind of thing, I always think sometimes, for me, it's a cheap pop. If that makes sense, it's the yeah.
1: You get sometimes paid... it's paying homage where homage is due. I think, and so I think it depends on how it's done, man. I think you're right. Sometimes yeah. it just comes a bit as like oh. Uh right, they're just trying to be clever again, who in the world really knows who that person is you know we hope would read this comic after picking it up you know in a shop yeah um I think yeah.
0: part, partly with this particular um one that's become sort of minute sort of mini infamous um is the fact that a good third of the page is a wide screen panel of just just Frank miller just literally just <laughs> opening the door
1: oh, uh, looking quite surprised, yeah, Yeah, looking surprised, yeah. so it's they clear. got his face good well, I think he yeah. Yeah, it looks yeah yeah, yeah yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's fine. Yeah, Yeah. there's come. I hate to move it onto a movie or a TV, and I won't do it again. But the one that I was thinking is, if you watch Sons of Anarchy, um, they keep going to the prison to meet this bloke who's kind of the who's the guy who started their chapter or whatever it was, Hmm. and um, that's actually Sonny Barger, who's the guy who actually created the Hell's Angels. And to me, I thought, well, that gives an interesting aspect to it because I don't think the Hell's Angels are particularly fond of people. Putting them on film and revealing their secrets and stuff, and even though I know it was called a different name, but maybe they had to get him on board. Do you know? What I mean, there's a bit of that going on sometimes. Right. Okay. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. 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 And yeah. um, which leads on to another subject, which we're about to talk about, net.
0: <laughs> yes. Yes. Um, it's, 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 we're being oddly topical this week. Is is your yeah. influence, Amon? We're being. Uh... <laughs> oh, what? What did I do? <laughs> <laughs> That's the sort of response we have, um, if the police ask. No. Yeah. Um, no, this um, there was another thing um, this week that cropped up online. Ed Brubaker um, talking about the Winter Soldier, um, and I need to I need to find the link now because he was um, he wasn't sort of being. Damaged. He was on he was getting, he Kevin Smith's podcast. Was it? Yeah, was it on the Kevin Smith podcast? That's, yeah, that's he it was, turned
2: was. up on the Kevin Smith podcast and interviewed, and he he did say that he gets more money in residuals. From his brief appearance in the film Captain America: Winter That's Soldier, it. than he does for creating the Winter Soldier story yes. line with Steve Ditko. That's it. Uh, That's so he's—I don't know—he's what? He's thirty seconds on screen because he's. I think he's in the scene where they're mind wiping. Yeah, the he Winter get, does Soldier he get a line? Again.
1: I think. He, does he get a line? I think he might.
2: He do, might can. get a
1: line. Yeah,
2: mm-hmm. and Robert Redford turns to him and says, "Well, just wipe him and." Reset
0: him yeah. or something, isn't it? It's
2: that scene, yeah. Ah, right. Uh, and he gets, so okay. he gets more money for that than he did for creating the character in the comics, yes. Yeah,
0: um, and is and, and this, of course, when we when this, um, we were sharing this on
1: our WhatsApp,
0: actually the conversation went backwards and forwards. We were just like, oh, right, I thought it was it brought up quite an interesting topic.
1: Tom, Tom brought it up, didn't he? It was on the one with yeah, Tom, wasn't
0: that's it? it, was it yeah, 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 um, and it was, um. It was a very interesting topic in terms of not necessarily this specific case. I think this specific case could then be a conversation of it of its own because, for instance, you know, I mean, Ed Brubaker never claims that he created Bucky, Bucky. yeah. Um, but however, the storylines and the things that he's that this intellectual IP that he's created around like the Winter Soldier and stuff and that that format has obviously gone on to make. Well, I don't know. We've got a Disney Plus TV series at the moment, so you know yeah. it's um, it's making a bit of money for them. Um, and I found that to be interesting. I mean, I think with those Marvel deals, I mean that series came out how many years ago? Fifteen years ago, Tony? Uh, when was the winter? Yeah, it's got to two thousand five. Yes, it's around that, isn't it? Um, and that was two thousand five. That was just as was mar- just as the cinematic universe was. Just starting to kick off, was it? I believe. Um, but notoriously, <sighs> Disney and Marvel, with their contracts and everything, they don't. You gotta watch your contracts, have not you? Really, I, th- I think when it comes to this stuff, I but, think if you write like an X Men character, you create an X Men character. It's not your character.
1: Yeah, yeah, it's it's an interesting line, isn't it? Is yeah. what do you deserve years down the down the line? And yeah, um, yeah something. Eamon and I talked about around Kirby. It's very relevant, and Joe Simon and Bill Finger, and you know, there's a lot of people. It's very relevant around, isn't there? You know, uh, you get stuff like
3: artist resale rights on uh, works of art that doesn't exist really for like comic creators and stuff. And if if you you come up with an idea or a concept and it keeps keeps on getting reused over and over, are you not in any way? entitled to some money for that and then people say it goes back to the contract because if you didn't make that up in your contract you can't <clears throat> it can't be enforced hmm. it's a tricky one because i can see i can see both sides of it because what's the stop someone coming back like 20 years after they've done a bit of work saying well, actually that's done a lot better than i thought it would you, you thought f- it would it's
1: a funny one g- money yeah exactly yeah and how, how long does that last for yeah i mean Liefeld's a, uh, an example of that isn't he but yeah. the, the thing is he's like as well is like so what's the idea that he brought back bucky well, he wasn't the first person to do that, right? That um, you look at the is it the Legion of Doom story? I can't remember the name of it now. The Avengers story, and there was a second Bucky in the fifties, and all this sort of thing. You know, it's and Bucky had been brought back. There'd been a new Bucky, and as we are now seeing in the Winter Soldier and Falcon yeah. series, aren't we? Yeah, um, but yeah,
0: but he. I mean, I, I don't know, but like he, his storyline was the Winter Soldier and all of that, wasn't it? So that's that.
1: Was... It wasn't exactly the movie, though, was it? I mean,
0: I plead ignorance because I haven't read. Shame on me! Yeah. Like, I haven't read the original stuff. Um, but, but is it
1: is it then that the idea that you bring back someone and unice them to be an assassin and then put them back into deep freeze? Now, I don't know, but it's, that's got to have been used somewhere before as well, isn't it? Mm. I don't know. Potentially, how far I don't do know. You go with what an idea is, you know. Yeah, yeah. I'll very... be interested to see how much the family of um, Joe Simon and Jack Kirby are getting for it. Yeah. I mean, mm. I, I mean, a lot of it, a lot of this time, I, I
0: think as audience members, we like seeing the, the names in the credits, don't we? You know, yeah, I mean? when we yeah. see a comic creator there, we're like, oh, that's nice that they've, they've name checked them. But sometimes that's probably all it is. Do you know what I mean? It's just sort of like... Yeah, it
3: could well be that.
1: Anecdotally, it. I hear that DC are better, aren't they? I, the, yes, that, I've yeah, heard that, That's yeah. the story we hear, that um, even when someone appears briefly in Legends of Tomorrow, someone gets a check. Yeah. Oh, right. yeah, guy, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, th- I Bit...
0: think it's also down to the individual creators, isn't it? I mean, most of them, you know, like a Jonathan Hickman, he knows that he, he makes more money from his image stuff than he does with his Marvel stuff. He's, but you know, he's just—I don't know with the stuff he's doing. But it's with the Kirk.
1: The... It's the Kirkman manifesto. Yeah. It just is was so prophetic, wasn't it? It's yeah. now something yeah. that's just ingrained in us. It's something we all ask about now because yeah. the reason that people left marvel and dc in the early 2000s was partly for that kirkman manifesto thing we'll make your bones at marvel and dc then go off and do your own you know your own stories because you're gonna make more money yeah. out of it but so then yeah. again you look at some of the image books now and the sales numbers on them some of them are going back to marvel and dc again
3: yeah mm.
1: and and kirkman's uh, not kirkman um hickman's one of them isn't he yeah yeah,
3: yeah. in a way it's uh yeah. well I mean, even jim lee they all went back. Well, not all of them went back, but they they went back briefly,
1: didn't they? Yeah, but the only so one who Valen. hasn't been back. Is that right?
0: Is that right? Yeah, what? and he never will.
1: Yeah. <laughs> no, <laughs> he,
0: he don't give a fuck that Now uh, What's the
1: situation at 2008? AD? do you know Eamon? Because I know that's a whole other ballgame, isn't it?
2: Well, I mean, it's. I think it's the same. It's the same story for all of these comic companies. Is that at some point they don't, they don't seem to be, to do the right thing because. You know, I mean, yesterday I got my subscri- subscriber copy of 2000 AD, which has got, I think, the last ever slain story. In I it know. By Pat I know. that.
1: Yeah, I did as well. Yeah. Um, it's a real Pat, and possibly the last 2000 AD story he's written for a while.
2: Yeah, yeah. I was going to say, I think Pat's, you know,
1: leaving, walking away from 2000 AD. I mean, you guys know Pat well. Yeah. Um, we got the Joe Pineapple story, which apparently if it ever gets finished.
2: Oh, uh, right. The one that Simon Bisley's...
1: Been doing for not drawing. Or something. that's yeah, right. yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. We might we might get that, but other than that, I think pretty much he's he's not working on anything at the moment. Yeah. yeah, and of course you
2: know, and he had that quite public falling out with 2008 about the reprint money for the horned god, which they used as a lost leader on the um, yeah 2008 Ultimate Collection hardbacks when it came out. So I think you could buy that for 99p or something, or a pound pound ninety nine or something, yeah. and you yeah. know the. He shared, I think, the cheque he got for that, um, him and Simon Bisley, and it was it was some
1: pitiful amount, wasn't it, Tony? I think wasn't it like 150 pounds or something? Something like that, what yeah, exactly. Yeah. So the um, the arrangement is that he gets obviously they get whatever it is, five percent. I'm not to be fair, don't don't write that down, but that's what possibly? But obviously you get five percent of a 10.99 book. But if when they started these things, they put the they put the first issue out as a I'll oh, buy this series. This one's only ninety nine p or it one ninety nine and of course, he still gets five percent of just that, and it sold what it sold well. It sold better than the rest mm. of the other books, but he still only gets, say, whatever it is, five percent of ninety-nine p. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So I mean, you know, we talked about this with uh, um, Marvel and Kirby, and of course, Marvel
2: have been they've had their arms twisted up behind their back a few times over the years. I was reading yeah. about Bill Mantlo and Rocket yeah. Raccoon and all that, and how they'd, you know, they'd come and arranged a screen, you know, the first Guardians of the Galaxy in his. Uh, I wouldn't say hospital room, but he's basically he's in
1: he's yeah, in he care, off, care, he? long he term care. He can't knock down. Yeah.
2: But it, yeah, I think they they eventually get they eventually they will make uh, ex Gracia payments, which are all covered by a non disclosure agreement. Um,
1: and Ed Brubaker, yeah, I mean,
2: yeah. <laughs> I presume I he's not getting any money for the new TV series, then, is he?
1: I'm guessing not. Yeah, yeah There's, no. um, fun enough. We t- I talked with Tom about um, box office poison this week. And in that, they do an homage to the Kirby situation with a character they made up called Ed Flavor and about the deal he does. That's a great name as well. Yeah, I know. yeah right. and it And it follows the line of what was happening to Kirby at the time. It's quite an interesting read because that, that has a non-disclosure amount. That right. was agreement to participate in future projects, all that sort of thing, you know? Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
0: And certain, certainly there's... Um... You know, how many times have we seen on the Facebook post or the Twitter post or whatever, people going, look at this terrible um, a publisher who uh, su- suggests you pay, you pay them to give them your book or something like that. And, um, <laughs> yeah. you know, yeah. this stuff is, is across the board. There's always going to be um, people doing this. And I, I think sometimes because they're the bigger companies um, or the other bigger companies, people seem to forget that these bigger companies sometimes, I mean, the, the wider readership sometimes forgets that these bigger companies doing it, but because they're bigger companies, they I think most of the time they care less. Um, because yeah. the, the money, you know, it's like, well, we don't care. It's product. You, you, you sign, you you sign got, like, to give us product. So, yeah.
3: yeah, it's this, the age old thing of like... I'm gonna speak up for the corporates, which is fucking so against me. It's untrue. You uh, got you gotta, <laughs> you gotta, gotta be wary of like what you're signing up as a contract. Yeah. And if the contract says you, we pay you for X amount of money for X amount of work, and we we own this, that's what happens. You can't say, oh, oh yeah, I'll, I'll do it for five pound an hour, and then like a year down the line, saying, well, they treat me like a, a cunt. They was only giving yeah. me five pound an hour. I like, well, you fucking signed up for that.
1: He didn't have to. The work for hire thing is what you're saying. Yeah. 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 You're you're not going into that blind, are you? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, But you do the the balance for that, mate, is you do the right thing, I think. And they. I think. I I see what you're saying. Um, I mean, you can't.
3: uh, 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 It's hard because. If the people like back in the day when they were, they were doing this, obviously, it was a completely a, a different situation. But if you was doing like if I was working as an illustrator for a comic book or an illustrator for a comic book now and I was said, well, they're going to pay you X amount of money to do this book, Dan. And I went, yeah, fine. And then months after I got, I've done all the work and got paid, it goes, well, that's really underpaid for that. Well, yeah. that's all on me. Yeah. That's all on me. I can't. I've got nothing. They've got no comeback so and, and, and yeah. yeah
0: sometimes with the, with the big deals as well like you know you could sort of say like when you sell your soul to the devil you got to make sure you read the small print um because that's that's where sometimes you know car- uh, creators because the enthusiasm of doing this stuff i mean who wouldn't want to do this kind of work but i i think i think in this day and age you need to know if i'm going to work for these people it's going to be like this and that's why sometimes it's a stepping stone for your own yeah. individual stuff to have more behind it um you know with some of these creators that we know and we talk about that are doing these independence books that are probably getting their own movie deals or TV series deals or whatever you know where do we first hear about them sometimes it's because they did work for DC and Marvel and, you know, yeah, the I mean, landscape is changing and I yeah. think the
1: landscape changes so much. We don't we can't keep track of it. And yeah. times are not comparable, are they? I think.
0: Yeah. 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 And the independent yeah. scene is bigger than ever. So it's becoming more of a sea rather than a river. The independent scene. So it's harder. To, sometimes it's really it's a lot harder to spot the the real quality voices. And we say that as, a, yeah. as being an indie comic, a small, <laughs> a small press. When the uh, when the
1: monster spotters club money comes in, Vince, oh, we're going to be richer like, than Rockefeller. Man. Yeah. I
0: mean, <laughs> uh, yeah. Hang on, we'll make money.
1: That was. Uh, they, they, I'd be richer than Rockefeller thing... anyway because I'd do some window cleaning on the yeah, side. Yeah,
3: we've done uh, <laughs> this discussion about like not getting paid for stuff. And if you think like working with you're an artist or writing, think about working with the other person, you're not going to get paid for it. But it may lead to certain other things. Maybe that's, that's something you can consider. It's like. Yeah. Stand to your and tell you what to do. Yeah. 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 Not, yeah. You shouldn't just say, I'm not going to work on that because yeah. that's more of a collaboration I'm talking about there. Yeah. But yeah. it's. I'd be very worried There's so many people say, oh, we we'll do this five page script and I'll pitch it to Image. And it's like, well, you got to do your fucking due diligence. Have you done this before? Yeah. What other comic books have you worked on? Because.
0: I'm not taking some
3: like I'm, I was going
1: to say I'm willing to write the Avengers for a packet of peanuts and a hand job but I think that's more than they actually get these days so I don't yeah. know if it's uh... Yeah.
0: yeah. Uh, are you locked in for the peanuts?
1: <laughs> it's not in the contract. I've got, <laughs> yeah. I've got an <laughs> anecdote
0: about peanuts.
1: Oh yeah, really,
3: the story there was uh, a man at the zoo. It's not a joke it's a real story told by a zookeeper. And there were but monkey. yeah, they're <laughs> they're by the monkey enclosure and like the guy was like I can't see any of the monkeys and they're probably in, inside having sex. Monkeys, and they, he said, "Would they come out if I threw them some peanuts?" And she said, "Would you?" <laughs>
1: <laughs> no matter how much you like peanuts. <laughs> oh dear! I mean, <laughs> I mean, monkey.
0: <laughs> well done, Dan. You derailed it. Oh, <laughs> that nice work. Yeah, mark your bingo card, folks. Um, yeah. No, I, I,
2: I think. Monkey like, sex.
0: Like, <laughs> that's the name of this episode. Um, no, I, I think let's say, that is, like I said, the landscape's changed, and um, I mean we've, we've we've talked about it from a, a few different sort of angles there, and, and yes, the creatives have got to be wary of what they're what they're getting into and what they're signing up for, but also, comics unfortunately has a long history of publishers screwing over people that are giving them stuff that they're now making billions off. Um, yeah. it's a sad state of affairs you know you know all all the yeah. lot of the big names you know these classic creators you know like the Kirby's etc um they they pe- more people should know them because of of you know <laughs> r- rather than just a name at the end of the, uh, of the credits and um just to finish this uh, topic uh, in the Skype chat tony's just posted a picture of monkeys having sex
3: and i'm going to share my age by uh Give a thumbs up.
0: There you go. <laughs> <laughs> oh dear.
2: That's an unusual
1: tips ad. You worry about the tail, wouldn't you? What do you do with the tail? Yeah. Oh, what? No That will come in later um, on in my review.
0: Tony, it's monkeys having sex. Ah. It's not people having sex with monkey right. Um anyway we- <laughs> <laughs> now you've learned a many you learn many things on this show. Um, well, like we say every week, you learn not to listen to this show, but you keep coming back. Yeah. Um, but also, occasionally, um, and we've got we've got a little bit of time to, to discuss this. I mean, Eamon, we're having too much fun talking to you, man. Oh dear. Okay. Uh, yeah. What do you mean? Oh dear. <laughs> <laughs> if I throw out some peanuts, will you stop? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, I'll give him your address. Yeah. Uh, and then you'll get a postcard. Um, yeah, Graham <laughs> peanut yeah, yeah. <laughs> 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 um but also one one of the things we wanted to talk about was like and dare we be highbrow or or fairly intellect no we won't be i don't want i don't want to make promises i can't keep but um one thing about Eamon that we wanted to discuss a little bit am i right in in saying Eamon, you're you're moving into a bit of um
2: into comic studies a little bit
0: yeah i'm going yet.
2: back to university it's very exciting that is awesome <laughs> i'm going to be a student um,
1: oh god um, Oh no.
2: <laughs> do you do you
1: so, 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 so. but as i say normally we record when i record with eamon at 10 o'clock on a saturday morning but if you're a student i'll have to wait till about two when i <laughs> yeah you will i won't be up
3: yeah <laughs> <laughs> that's yeah. him getting up early yeah. yeah
0: yeah
2: um but what what are you actually studying so because uh, I'm ancient, I'm so old that I use the thumbs up emoji <laughs> all the time that um, I'm retiring from the NHS in September. And then my family had been on at me and saying, well, you should, you know, instead of just batting on about comics all the time to anybody who'd listen, you should you should study it. Um so I had a look around and I live in the east of England and the University of East Anglia in Norwich do a uh, one year masters in comic studies and they're in their first year it's only just started they're in the first year of it now and um i applied for it and blimey they let me in i think i think the bit where i said i was self-funding and i could afford it i think that was the bit that swung it for me <laughs> <laughs> I, I think they said oh yeah great yeah he's in um um but yeah so at the end of september i start doing a one-year masters in comic studies um and i'm going to be studying comics and i'm going to be as Tony and I have joked, I mean, they're going to be wanting me to talk about autobiographical comics and Fun Home, and I'm going to be saying, but have you read Fantastic Four Fifty One? Yes. <laughs> what about Meltdown Man? What about Meltdown Man? Yes, Yeah. yeah exactly. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Let's talk about Swamp Thing. Anyway, yeah. so yeah, I'm going to be, I'm going to study comics for a year. Um, not not producing comics or learning how to write or art, although there are courses for those options, you know, around the country. And I, I shared a list that John Friedman had put together on um, yeah. down the tubes with you guys yeah. um and i'll put that link on your uh on your you know the awesome comics talk facebook yeah. page when this mm-hmm. comes out but yeah so it's not about producing comics it's just about studying comics and there's various modules that i'll have to do during the year and then i'll have to do do a dissertation at the end which is going to be something to do with monkeys peanuts and thumbs up emojis i think <laughs> <laughs> um
0: <laughs> but this is, i mean uh... a, a course like this you know I'm I'm sorry. It 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 was invisible in my time. I can't. I I wouldn't have thought that no, something yeah. like this would exist. I mean, does it speak to where where the medium is in the? You know, why do you think that these courses are popping up?
2: Or? Well, I think. I mean, Tony, I you know, and you guys talked about this at various points in the past. If you mentioned to somebody. You were a grown adult human person who read comic books, they would look at you like you were some form of you should be on a register somewhere, exactly. yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. but of course, now that they are billion dollar enterprises and all popular culture seems to have come started in a comic book somewhere,
4: yeah,
2: um, it's become, I think, a subject of academic interest and it's becoming more and more. I mean, certainly in America, there's several universities where you can study comics. Um, over here, I think it's starting to take off. Dundee, typically, you know, the home of British comics, Dundee were probably first, I gather, because they had a master's, or they yeah. do have a master's in comics and graphic novels.
1: Yeah, I think David Robertson's far. done it, hasn't he? I think Has he? He's done it. I oh, think so, right. Yeah. yeah.
2: Right. Um, and so then the UEA started... Um, I've had, there's a lady called Julia Round, Dr. Julia Round, who's a comics academic from Bournemouth University, who's written a fantastic couple of books about Misty, which, again, Pat Mills comic, so, you know, um, and I've had her on the uh, the Megacity Book Club podcast a couple of times, and she's fantastic. So, you yeah. know, there is academic work being done about analysing comics and studying them and treating them in, the, you know, the manner that we'd like them to be treated, a serious literature, which is you know they're full of all the stuff that you guys talk about um every week
1: about i don't know the emotional impact of comics the Mm. the history as well
2: yeah
1: the history um, yeah you know you have to dig a little bit sometimes i think but there is there is stuff out there that's mm. worth reading yeah
2: yeah yeah i I, mean mean, the whole subject of creator rights which we've just been talking about is fascinating yeah
1: yeah uh,
2: you know as you guys say you know if 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 we were young, uh, so young that we didn't use the thumbs-up emoji and Marvel (laughs) offered us a a gig writing something, we probably would be so excited that we wouldn't read the contract in great detail. And then if that something turned out not to just be a six-issue miniseries that everybody forgot about, but actually turned into a billion-dollar movie thing, you'd be thinking, well, hang on a minute, you know. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Um, I, I think when you're studying these things as well, like take a subject like that, um you're doing more than just looking at the the online comics beat ar- article that you just read you you are you are researching you are looking into it you are you know you you're definitely looking at you know i remember uh, listening to a podcast oh what podcast was it a while ago um it might have been word balloon actually um okay talking about the ghost rider i think it was a lawyer talking about the um, remember the Ghost uh, Ghost Rider, Rider creator was trying to
1: yeah. because oh, right, He yes. he'd, um <clears throat> he sued Marvel for um back pay for the use of Ghost Rider in the movies and stuff like that, and they counter sued him by saying, "Hang on a minute, you've been selling prints and oh, you know yes. fan made yeah. stuff at your table."
3: Mm. Yeah, we've, we've not said anything about that.
1: Yeah, yeah so yeah,
3: yeah. Um, yeah. If yeah. you come after us for that, we'll come we'll after come you after for you.
0: Yeah, yeah. Um yeah the stuff seems I a bit, much, I seems a bit much, to be much yeah. yeah but yeah. once again the, uh... on, on that podcast episode, there was someone you know that knew about the law that was talking about it from not from aI have skin in the game it was more a case of like look this is this is why they this is how it's happening, this is what's yeah. happening, which I think when it comes to a lot of like journalism or articles that we read there's always a voice there's always an opinion sometimes it's not always mm. fact, it's opinion, which is a very different thing
1: Neil Adams is interesting about that neil adams um as much as Neil and anyone's met him, he's a super nice guy, but he has does have some strange ideas about the shape of the earth and other things. Yeah, the, uh, <laughs> he um Sorry. he he was the spearhead of getting um the Superman creators, the you know, Bill Finger, yeah. all these people, he was really at the spearhead of sorting out payments to people. Yeah. Should have should have come their way. That's another interesting one.
3: Yeah. Isn't there uh, something about uh, the the makers of Predator coming after yeah, the rights get, for that character. They're, they're get, they're yeah, trying, they're
0: trying to get it back. Yeah, now right. it, I think it's after twenty-five years, you can um, stop the making stuff. I think. Um, okay. It works, works right. little, Yeah, it works a little differently with that. Uh, That's a
1: shame. I was looking forward to the Squirrel Girl Predator crossover. that Marvel. Yeah.
0: Had. Oh, don't yeah. don't get me started on the fucking Marvel. Uh, right. Okay. Perhaps I'll get Greg Land to do it. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> and my head will explode. But. Um, I mean, Eamon, I mean you're you love that sort of like researching and finding out about the history. You know, what draws you to this, you know, the, the sort of academic side of comics, which people don't necessarily think of when they think of comics, but what draws you to it?
2: Well, I think I think the Tony and I have, you know, we have great fun looking at the history of stuff
4: and yeah, doing deep dives
2: it. on certain yeah. creators. And actually, Tony, because, you know, I know it's his day job now, he's doing research, isn't it, Tony, I think? Yeah, um, yeah you're right. Yeah. And Tony's taught me a lot about it just when I popped up as a guest on Never Iron Anything, that, you know, looking into the back matter and the, the sort of history of these comics and the process, how they're created and the creators and what they were doing at the time. Somebody like, you know, when we talked about Bill Waterston on Calvin and Hobbes, who's got yeah. this absolutely pure artistic integrity, he doesn't want the money, he yeah. doesn't want the millions – yeah, um, and so on. So I think, I, yeah, yeah, yeah. I find all that stuff absolutely fascinating. And then, if we if we look even closer at what you know the form of storytelling and what it's what it's doing, you know, how it's telling the story in both word and image, um, I think you know it is worthy of academic analysis. Julia Rams' work on like panel structures in Misty where unusually for a girls comic they got very sort of you know um revolutionary with panel layouts and they really did sort of exciting things it wasn't just a grid anymore or it broke out and these scary stories would break off the page um so i think that stuff is fascinating to look at and it make i don't know sometimes you just read this stuff and you think oh yeah you know i would never thought of it that way but you know it is it is just the stuff that we love telling mm-hmm. stories in
1: word and image and it's just i find it Plus, i find it fascinating that one was the, uh, like an ideal like one the fantastic four jack kirby one because there's so much out there you could read books all year on that guy on those yeah. that, that era yeah. that those stories yeah. but with the internet now there's there's stuff that for every every subject i've gone to research or Eamon and i've gone to research there's loads out there and just even for quite niche things yeah um and the thing is, we don't. You don't have to go to the British Library and go through the archives anymore, or spend lots of money on eBay. It's all out there online. Yeah. There's interviews, there's videos. I'm just at the moment. I'm I'm listening to a talking book on Audible called Comic Shop by Dan Guirino, and it's all about the origins of comic conventions and comic shops, and it's absolutely oh, wow. fucking fascinating. But the also one of the great um, research tools is podcasts. Yeah, and um, yeah, definitely. I mean, yeah. it, we we said it before that we we talked about it last week before we went on air, guys. But people have used us as research for podcast for their research you know because we've interviewed so many creators now you know interesting yeah. and long-standing creators and you can go back and hear what they said and i forever i did an, i did one on alex robinson on friday with thomas Stewart, and there's loads of stuff i just went back and listened to the interviews with him and there's loads of stuff that you don't find on the lambeck website you don't find it on their yeah. wikipedia you don't find it on the comic book resources advert um, in, um interviews or articles but you he'll say and you go wow well, i never thought of that and there's yeah. so much out there and it's and, so fascinating to build a picture up
0: and sometimes like when you i mean Whenever you watch a documentary, if if you're like us, you love finding a documentary about a comic series, and yeah. like you know, so, yeah. sometimes I, I watch these documentaries about comics that I don't, I haven't even read the comics, but then I want to read them afterwards.
1: Same with the podcast, man. Yeah, yeah Um same. and
0: it's usually the, the same when if you're starting from the, you know, as soon as you start that podcast, as soon as you start that documentary that is about, you know, just say Captain America. It doesn't say Captain America was created. It will normally sort of say. The year is nineteen such and such. The world is like this. This is what's happening. And and there's always a story behind everything. You know, immediately it puts you in at a point of like, this isn't always this isn't necessarily just about the comics. There was a world that created the creators that made these comics. Do you know what I mean? There's so much to learn about, you know, whether it be the creators as or sometimes just the medium itself. I I think it's I mean, I mean, I'm, I'm going to be biased, but I think there's so many layers to comics. I think it, I think it's infinite how yeah. much you could look into, isn't it? Really, depending on. Well, I what mean, yeah. what it, even
1: it. the layers, even the, to the level we do on here, guys, we dig in, don't we? We really do. So, if we, for example, the Kirby episode we did or stuff, we all like we were reading yeah. and talking about stuff, yeah. listening to podcasts and swapping stuff. I mean, the Kirby one that we did, I did recently with Ammon is great because it's even a podcast that's a dramatized history of his life in comics. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's like <laughs> nice. really good. Yeah, Yeah.
2: And I, you know, for that episode, I went back and listened to the ACP, your guys, Kirby episode, and your Stanley episode. And then Jim Campbell, who you know, is coming up on my podcast in a month or two, going to Teach me about lettering, the history of lettering in comics and British mm, comics. Okay. And you know, for preparation for that, I've listened to his episode that he did with you guys about lettering. Uh, okay. So yeah, I mean, Tony's quite right. Podcasts now, this um, readily available,
0: uh, and also uh, I think if you do a podcast as well, um, it it benefits you to you know, just say you've got a guest coming on and it's quite a big guest. You know, you obviously want to. You, you want to ask the you want to get the information, do listen to where they've been elsewhere because also, yeah. also yeah. you will know. Am I just, are we covering the same ground that everyone yeah. else normally does? Why don't we ask them about this? Um, yeah. Which I have I hate about.
1: podcasts where they just start and they say, oh, today we're going to talk about Spider Man and nobody's yeah. done any research yeah. and yeah. it just drives mm. me up the wall. I yeah, mean, they're, I, they're, I find yeah. s-
0: sometimes with, with certain guests in this, certainly there's been, you know, bigger creators on, on this show that I i haven't necessarily known about and until they sort of came on but my responsibility uh, when they're on is like i want to know but one so... of
1: us normally takes the lead don't yeah. they on yeah. for, for yeah. people who come on so like when mike Barron came on i knew all about mike Barron because i'd sorted it out and then for yeah. example when you know different ones occur to different ones of us don't they yeah. we book different guests and it's kind yeah. of on the the heads of the person who booked them to be the one who knows about them if yeah you, see I mean? you sort
3: of yeah. take the lead yeah. in sort of yeah
1: like... yeah
0: yeah, and and also sometimes, uh, you know, that's what wins me over. Sometimes that I think I don't know as much about this, then I ask them about it, and then ninety nine percent I immediately become a fan, and I'm I'm away then. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Adding to that, Amazon bloody
2: wish. You,
1: you're not you. You have a few creators on, don't you, Eamon? not, uh, not, yeah, ones, not too many.
2: Chris Weston's been on James yeah, e. I did mm. Mike Collins recently. Yeah, uh, that Apollo book he did, and Mike Collins uh, yeah. is great. You yeah, know, such a. I have to
1: say, I, I I really like Mike, and I've interviewed him at panels and stuff, and we invited him on here, and yeah. um, he said, "Oh yeah, sounds good." And then I, he, I, he said, "Could you send us a, you know just an episode so I can have a listen?" And he never got back to it. <laughs> yeah, we might,
2: we <laughs> well, which to... episode. Did you send? Yeah, we might no, no, have, I have I to send him a better episode. episode. Maybe,
0: maybe not. Uh, maybe episode. not Jeffrey Peanut and the Monkeys of Doom. Maybe we don't. Send... <laughs> maybe we don't send him this one. Uh... <laughs> But he's super nice. Normally,
1: yeah, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. I
0: wonder what he thinks of me. Yeah. In fact, I think at the last um, True Believers, um, we um, we had breakfast with him. Ah, uh, right. Yeah, uh, I interviewed okay. him at the previous mm. True Believers. That's yeah. the one. Yeah. yeah, yeah. There you go. Yeah. Mm. I think you were sat next to me, Dan. Do you remember that? No, you were drunk.
1: I... <laughs> you were that staring at cosplayer again.
0: At uh, breakfast. Yeah.
1: <laughs> the previous one was the one where we didn't think you were going to make it, and you had all the new comics. Do you remember? And it had been snowing yeah we thought you'd been snowed oh, in
0: yeah, oh, yeah. yeah my my, my, my brain um has ignored that it has blocked that out because
1: <laughs> that's too I, stressful i had I mean <laughs> the moment
3: had, me and dan had breakfast with a cosplayer do you remember dan i do yeah her name was stephanie flinders
1: there you go very good
3: hello stephanie because she uh was having breakfast with us and then she came up to us later in the day and started talking to me i didn't and know I was who like, was yeah who is this person <laughs> and I was like suddenly this dropped oh it's Stephanie was to yeah. her, uh, uh, her do, do you,
0: we just want to, I just want to say on the record that Dan didn't say that out loud who no. is this person said <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> so who the is this person
1: i brought roared in my <laughs> head <laughs> don't make <laughs> eye contact yeah. Yeah. yeah
0: yeah no brilliant though Stephanie I, I think Stephanie was at the last two believers as well helping out with Believers. Was, yeah I think, yeah, she, I think yeah, buddy she,
3: yeah. Yeah, she gave a talk uh, on Cosplan I believe yeah. uh,
0: yeah, yeah. Keep up the good work. There test. you go. Yeah, here we here go. Go Stephanie. We make Keep friends. We make friends everywhere and enemies. We'll, we'll, that will be a different episode. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so, uh, how are you preparing for this
2: course? Then, Eamon? Uh, uh So, I've bought. I've bought some academic. Uh, I bought some textbooks, which got, are very expensive. Stationary. You got your You yeah. got yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> very expensive. Uh I'm reading the book by the course organiser. Um and I'm 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 doing that thing where, you know, I read a chapter of the book and then I have to read the chapter again. Because <laughs> that's, that's you academic know.
1: books' view, is Yeah, like, exactly. Right. Yeah. Um yeah.
2: and um apart from that, I'm just carrying on doing the research and the background reading for my podcast and for my occasional guest appearances elsewhere, um talking about comic stuff. So yeah.
0: Is it um, something that um, it, you're going to keep very personal and to yourself, or, or you know, are you going to occasionally mention it on the podcast, or maybe do a blog or something like that? Oh, um, I'm going to mention
2: it on the podcast, and I'm hoping to get you know, I'm I'm certainly going to ask the course organizer to come on my podcast.
1: Oh, maybe nice. you know, maybe that's some of, of the sort
2: of, that's a bit of a licky ass thing. To yeah, do. Be yeah, yeah you're brown nose yeah. <laughs> 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 And maybe some of the you know, maybe some of the other students. obviously. we'll see, but you know, and. Um, I have I think, promised Tony I, I, I I'm going to I... try and sneak him into a lecture. That's the plan. <laughs> yeah. Could well, yeah. right? he get
3: Tony think... as a guest speaker? Oh, yeah. God,
2: yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 This is the blue. He's going to come and do the autobiographical comics of Grey and Peanut.
1: Yeah. <laughs> 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 Eric Cabbage. The. Uh-huh. Uh, do you know? Have you had a look at the? Can you view what the lessons are going? Uh, excuse me. I'm I'm a thick person who never went to university. But can you view what the? Um the subjects are going to be that are covered yeah or
2: yeah so there's there's a variety of modules and you have to do some p- compulsory module modules on theory and practice and also film and comics and okay. then there's a there's a variety of optional modules that you've got to choose I think one from column a and one from column b and they cover all sorts of you know history um, politics in comics and graphic novels um queer queer representation in comics feminism um also, I think that's the sort of one like... I'm lecturing on, actually. I think Is that one. right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, you're the obvious, obvious person. <laughs> yeah, obviously. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, obvious, yeah, Yeah. 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 <laughs> Top of the list, I should imagine, when they were drawing up that short list. Um, yeah, so yes, uh, you know, there'll be some serious stuff in there as well to look at. Um, it will just be me saying, yeah, but have you read Swamp Thing? Have you read Captain Britain by Alan Moore?
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, do you think. Do you think it's – were you surprised – because it sounds political to the wrong – socially relevant, I suppose, is what the word I'm looking for. Were you surprised that it took that sort of socially relevant side and also the movie side? were you disappointed um, were you looking for something else or is that what you you don't mind or you're quite happy to do that or no
2: i'm quite happy to do
1: that i was i mean yeah. i'm
2: not i'm not at all surprised that in 2020 and 2021 that they've got so many socially relevant modules to the yeah. the, uh, the comic studies um i suppose film and tv is like the biggest thing that's happening pop culturally I suppose in the last you know because yeah. of the Marvel Cinematic Universe made basically but also Netflix and everything else um, yeah. uh, comic house making the movie of ACP um, <laughs> God,
1: for example yeah, yeah. yeah
2: no I mean I'm you know I think good they probably in a way they have to also teach what they know and and um, apparently the the Salisbury Center at University of East Anger, Norwich, I think is Avengers headquarters in the movies. Oh wow. Um, oh cool. Yeah. So part one of one of the buildings is anyway. So, you know, um, yeah. I mean I'm not I'm not disappointed that we're gonna be talking about movies. Yeah. Um well, we love the movies as well, don't we? So it's Yeah, be- exactly. Yes, yes, we have yes. a great time. Um, yeah. and the socially relevant stuff, yeah, I mean of course, you know.
1: Well, I know, know because I've listened to the podcast you do with your daughter, and she occasionally tells you off, doesn't she? She sort she of she does, yes, yeah. She, she's uh, much more aware of that sort of thing, and I learned some things just from re- the, a read through of Sandman, along with that podcast you did about stuff that um, just never occurred to me. So I learned a lesson from that, and I can imagine that's going to be times ten by the time you get in a classroom. Yeah.
2: Yeah. So my my daughter Jenny has grown up, and she did art at Chelsea, and she works in um, short film festivals now. And she, you know, I gave her comics like Halo Jones and Sandman when she was a teenager. And we've done a podcast about a complete reread of Neil Gaiman's Sandman. And as Tony says, you know, we were going through that and I was saying, oh, this is, you know, this was really quite progressive. And she was going, "Mm, is it though, you know, 30 (laughs) years later, it's a bit weird. You know, yes, he introduces queer characters and he immediately kills them all off and things like that. And you go, oh, right, yes, you know. So, yes, there is that stuff that will be um challenging and interesting for me but uh, you know I'm I'm not a, you know I'm looking forward to that I'm looking forward to be challenged on this stuff yeah, yeah. um and to learn and to learn new stuff and new ways of looking
1: i too I, I can only compare it to when i started working at no brown and when i went in the office i'm you know i can feel it in my stomach i can feel it in my chest is about to burst out me saying but did you read defenders when gerber was you know it's like that and so i walked in there and i realized that nobody there was in that that era or that world of comics, and you know, I can just hear myself in my own head saying, "Play it cool, Tony. Play it cool. Play it cool. <laughs> play it cool. <laughs> yeah, Hilda's great, isn't it? Look at the animation style and that; it's brilliant. Yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. have to play it cool, so you might have to do a bit of that, Ron. I will. Yeah, but 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 what about Dylan's dread? No, 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 sure. It's almost like that. You got this inner monologue going on, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Do you, do you want to hear the story when
2: Steve Dillon left the artwork in the pub? It's a great story. <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> he was on a pub crawl and he lost the artwork. Yeah. Let's do it. Let's recreate it.
1: Yeah. yeah. Everyone do shots. It's whenever I hear anyone say, let's, when I'm in a pub and I hear someone say, let's do shots, then I realize it's me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> And well, they're
2: saying, right, now back to Fun Home. Yeah. <laughs> yes.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Howard the Duck. Tilly Walden. <laughs> well, well. <laughs> anyway, Wait.
2: but yes, it, you know, it is going to challenge me, but I am looking forward to it. It's going to be an interesting year. Yes. Yeah. Yes. And uh, I will report back. Oh, oh brilliant. God, brilliant. Yeah. Brilliant. Yeah, nice good
0: way. stuff, man. We'll have, yeah. to, I'll tell you what, we'll get you get you on at the end of the year, shall we? Yes. Here yeah. that's good.
1: Yeah. 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 Just get you to open your results just as we're sitting there. Yeah. Live yeah,
2: I'm just going to write it all down. That's going to be my dissertation.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Good transcript of this show. Transcript.
2: Yeah. yeah. Could I have the transcript, Vince?
0: My, my my fear of comics. My Emma Yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah. That's, that's exactly. Everything that's
1: wrong with the toxic
0: comic readers. Yeah. 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 But we will, of course, we'll put a link in the show notes for a lot of the stuff we we talked about and like their their john freeman link etc um for you people that good old john did... Chad, john yeah. yeah yeah doing the great work for the comics community it doesn't get enough um shout outs that that man and we love him yeah yeah he's good um yes so yeah if you are unaware that some some of this stuff exists then you'll be able to check it out and uh yes so eamon's going to be back in just over a year When he gets his results, (laughs) I will hold you After I've
2: been to Freshers Fair and uh, (laughs) Rag (laughs) Week. You
1: will have joined the equivalent of Footlights at the university. I will, yeah, Yeah. that's right. Brilliant. You you could do a play called Troll. Oh, God. God.
0: God. Well, we'll get get onto the recommendations in a minute, Tony, so don't (laughs) don't blow your word first. Um, But do we have any shout outs this week, James, before we do that?
1: I've got a couple. Go for it. So, Tales to Enlighten is on Kickstarter. Devils, Demons, and Black Magic, a serial killing Satanists meet big Buddhist ideas in a 300 page collection. Looks absolutely amazing. The uh, and Falpy's got a pin up in it as well, which yeah. is good. So if you look for Tales to Enlighten on Kickstarter, you'll find it. It's uh it's past its number, it's part it's well past its number, but it's a good one to jump on, I gotta tell you, I think it's gonna be the hotness, that one. Um Bloom, which is the book that I mentioned a couple of weeks ago. Do you remember the one I shared the, the cover with that the sort of acid yes. cover to yeah. it? The um that's on its it's got issue twos on Kickstarter at the moment. So have a look for that one. If you I think get the digital, the, the full one's gonna be too pricey. But I really like that comic. I think it's a it shows promising, it shows knowing the craft. I, it was all right. And thanks again to the extra people this week who signed up for the Tribute Press Patreon. Thanks, guys, I really do appreciate it. And um next week gets a bit dark. So there's um we're prepping you for something else next week. So oh just god. watch your space. Oh there you god.
0: Go. Um <laughs> shout out to uh Ben. Francis Cook, BJ Francis Cook, the writer of New York City Gallows. Oh, uh, yeah. yeah, who, yeah. Uh, who got in touch with um, got in us this, this week, and we're having an ad in the next issue of
1: New York City hey, We are having an ad, are we? Yep. Thanks, man. Yep. We are. Oh, did you That's speak awesome. to him? Cause I I spoke to him. Oh, well done. Oh, because I said I didn't think we'd be able to get back to you in time, because I think we had a quite a tight deadline.
0: Yeah.
1: Uh, oh, well done. Uh, I'm on it. I'm on. All over it, baby. Um,
0: uh, next week, you'll hear about... Um, Ben hates me and I missed the deadline. No, um no but, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but, but, but thank you thank you very much Ben. Uh, Dan do you have any shout outs? No, I kind of completely you don't bereft the shout outs. Just 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 be you.
3: Shout out to you. Cliff Cumber.
0: Yeah. There you go. There you go. hello. small shout out I um Steve Sims was chatting me today. There maybe some battle badges um stuff on the horizon. Something Ah oh, brilliant. Too. He's an you. absolute dude as well. Yeah. Not not from Heedra- me no no, oh, okay. no, no. he's just talking to me about some stuff very exciting okay. stuff if, sure. you have a, if you haven't got battle badges yet what's wrong with you get it sure. yeah. uh, right speaking of things you should get um, recommends this week now the guest goes first So, Eamon, what would you like to recommend to our lovely listeners
2: uh, I've got two I've just finished reading this isn't a new one neither of these are new I'm afraid this is my favourite thing is monsters by Emil Ferris book one which is a big weighty volume. I think this is a, 20... this is on
0: my wish list actually. Ah, yeah, it's there you go. Beautiful looking book.
2: Yeah. yeah. So if anybody doesn't know, this is um it's late nineteen sixties Chicago. It's about a young girl who's obsessed with monsters and monster magazines. And she does these sort of recreations of covers of monster magazines and she draws the the, the main character as a sort of wolf girl rather than, you know um a human form but everybody else is in there there's some fantastic characters there's so much going on in this book it's a it's a murder mystery there's politics there's um stuff about berlin in the 1930s and characters escaping from berlin just before the war um you know there's so much going on as even i've you know when i was reading it i realized that one of the characters you know when you get that thing in ghost stories you realize which character is the ghost Um, Uh, Okay. um, So there's that going on. And then it ends on a cliffhanger because this is book one. And book two is supposed to be coming out for years, or, well, for the last three, four years. And it keeps getting pushed back. It's a bit like, um, I suppose, Barry Windsor Smith's own monsters, which is coming out again. again, It started showing up
1: on people's um, doorsteps, isn't it, I think? Somebody said to me. Yeah, yeah. Oh, right. So anyway, that's, that's my first that's um and my favorite that, thing is monsters that, nice. And It's nice done in a done in an original style isn't it as yeah. well i on mean, that one yeah so it
2: looks like she's done it in a lined notebook so it looks like you know it literally looks like the uh, sort of journal of a young uh young girl in chicago 1968 and she has all these amazing uh colored portraits of the people on the streets it's sort of like certain grotesque characters there's yep. a bit of art history in there because her and her brother are also obsessed with art and going to museums and so on. Um, And it's a really weird style. There's all sorts of stuff in there. It's fantastic. It's absolutely amazing. Yeah, I started it today. Um, it's a, it's a,
1: it's, a, it's not a quick read. There's a lot no, to it. it's a yeah. big...
2: There's a lot going on. And there's various clues, I think, throughout the book about what's happened because her upstairs neighbour in this apartment block they live in has died and i think everybody thinks it's a suicide but she thinks it's a murder and so she's trying to solve the mystery um and there's all sorts of family stuff and then there's politics going on as well so it's fascinating yeah yeah uh, you know i finally got around to reading it it'd been on the shelf for a while and it's it's so good um and, yes, and the creator he's... go on man. well emil Ferrier because she um, she had West Nile virus and encephalitis and was paralysed, um, and she this was part of you know her getting back to drawing again as she recovered was picking up pens and felt pens and coloured pencils and so on and doing all this. Literally, I gather at some points with the uh, the pen
1: taped to her hand. So, really, you some know, the of backstory... the cross hatching in the back of that. Oh my god!
2: Yeah, yeah. And it's got a creepy ventriloquist doll in it as well, so that's always good,
1: isn't it? <laughs> I know, um By the way, I know that Sarah Harris is currently shouting at her phone because she's been telling us to read this for since it came out. To be fair, um, but yeah, I, I, I really enjoyed it, man. The you could I, I stupidly read it on digital, and you don't don't read it on digital. Buy the copy of it because yeah. you can look at the full pages of. It's kind of like really elaborate doodles. It's kind of in a way how it is. Um, yeah. And yes. but that but pages full of it, and it's just drenched in cross hatching and faces and little bits of color that appear here and there. And yes, yeah, it's, it's really interesting, yeah, yeah. fascinating. So nice. that's
2: that's the one I would recommend. And then if I just quickly do my other one, yeah, go for it, yeah, sure. Well, just uh, I've been looking at a digital copy and I'm waiting for the hard copy to arrive. of. Um, the Spider's Syndicate of Crime. So this is the 1960s British comic book character The Spider. And they again, this is Rebellion owning the archive and putting out this reprint. And um, there's a nice, I think you can get a nice web shop exclusive cover by Chris Weston again. Who does, oh, it looks
1: great, doesn't it? It yeah. does, yeah.
2: yeah. And he loves all these classic um, British comic book characters and does great sort of covers of them. But, and that's that's um, the spider was a sort of anti-hero, villainous character who sort of becomes uh, more heroic as it goes on. And created by Ted Cowan and Reg Bunn. I think there should be more comic book creators. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, a postcard from. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yes. <laughs> um, but then the interesting thing, which I don't really know very much about, although there's an article in the Judge Dread magazine about it this month, is that jerry siegel one of the creators of superman is apparently at one of his loose ends or he's he's having one of his fallouts with dc at the time and he was looking for work and he wrote to amalgamated press and said i'd like to write some comics for you and they gave him this they 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 bumped ted cowan and gave jerry siegel so jerry siegel the creator of Superman writes this British comic book in the sixties, slightly obscure character, and I—that's about all I know about it. But I'd be fascinated to know a bit more. So yeah, know, it's yeah really interesting. You know,
1: it? So it appeared. He, he it got reprinted, didn't it, in Vulcan Magazine as well? I think it was one of the stories yes. that was in that, wasn't it? That's and the one then, that
2: Chris Weston found it in. Yeah, that's
1: right. Yeah, and then it was. Um, wasn't he brought back as part of that thing that Liam Moore, John Repian and Dave Gibbons did? um Albion. Have, Albion. That's it. I think. Did yes. he appear in that? He He's certainly appeared in a in reprint. That. Yeah.
2: Yes. Yeah. So yeah, I mean, he has turned up from time to time, been referenced. He is. A, he does appear um as a character in Albion, I believe. And uh, there was a hardcover, which I've also got. There was a hardcover reprint of it a few years ago. Yeah. Um, which has got a cover blurb that says arguably the greatest villain in British comics, Dave Gibbons. Uh, that's by Dave Gibbons rather. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah,
4: yeah. yeah.
2: Um, so anyway, that one, the spider syndicate of crime from rebellion is coming out. or oh, it's out now, I think. And I'm waiting for the hard copy to arrive. And nice. if anybody wants to come on the Megacity book club podcast and tell me about why Jerry Siegel or how Jerry Siegel ended up writing it, then um, please do get in touch. <laughs> Oh, Chris Weston must be a great one
1: for that. Mm. You've had him one before, though, haven't you? He would,
2: wouldn't he? Yes,
1: he did the Trigon Empire with me. Yeah, obviously, me and Vince are quite close to him. We're quite friendly with him. No,
0: yeah. When they were Pizza (laughs) Express once, now we're best mates. (laughs) Um...
1: (laughs) Right. (laughs) Who would like to go next? Uh, I've got, I've got two. Okay. So shall I give? I've got two worthy mentions, then, and then then a a, a review. Shall I do my worthy mentions, then? You can do yours, Dan. How would that be? Yeah. Yeah. Sounds good. So I, I have a I have a, a recommend coming um in a minute, but just worthy mentions is Geiger issue one from Image by Jeff Johns and Gary Frank. I actually loved this. I wrote to you just before we come online, didn't mm-hmm. I, saying just brilliant, just sci-fi apocalyptic, just really interesting stuff. And Origins from Boom, which is by um, written by Clay McLeod Chapman, art by Jacob Rebelka and Patrizio Del on colours. Fucking hell, that's a book and a half. Um, if you can have a chance, have a look at some of the. I think I tweeted one of the panels just drenched in gorgeous art just like really unusual um, stuff I think it's a mini series I think uh, issue 5 just came out but absolutely gorgeous have a look for that Boom. it's called Origins from Boom it's, yeah really impressed Okay,
0: nice Dan do you want to go next yeah
3: I picked this one up and it's one of those comics I was meaning to pick up for years and years and years because I always saw it like in the press and uh, and people talking about it, and when it, I listened to it on Tony's uh, Never On Anything, that was kind of like the you know what, fuck it, I'm gonna get this, and it's uh, Black Sad.
1: Oh, mate, yeah, yeah,
3: and uh, that kind of sums up, yeah, mate, fucking hell, <laughs> it's, <laughs> it's, yeah, yeah, it's, it's just something else, it's, it's, it's incredible. Every, else.
1: every there's more art in a page of that than there is in some old comics these days yeah. it's just flabbergasting isn't it yeah
3: it's absolutely like just uh, look at this work and i think what's this guy doing and then look at my stuff and it's like this geezer's is like just absolutely out fucking league and that includes writing and art it's just both so so strong it's
1: how far have you got into it man
3: i've only got this first trade right uh I'm not sure if it is
1: the the first. It's oh, quite because thick it, though, isn't it? Because isn't it have yeah. five stories in it? Well, I think no. This one I've got three in it. Right. Okay. Right. Three cases, as it were. And... The first one's quite noir, isn't it? It's like a very yeah. traditional noir. Yeah. Yeah.
3: I yeah. think it's only three cases. The first one is uh, his an ex girlfriend of his. Yeah. Who's a celebrity. The, the second one is like a kind of a take on uh, like white.
1: Yes, KKK K-K. it's, it's the racism. Yeah. Yeah. It's I, that's, racism that's my favourite one.
2: Just really, I ridicules. really like that.
1: I never mm-hmm. see you know comics. You know, comic. We talked about it a bit, didn't we? Yeah. With um, previously, comics don't do. You know, we don't. There's there's no politics in comics. Well, there is in that, but they do it so well. Yeah, it just ridicules the idea of the Ku Klux fan by only having white third animals. Yeah, being, <laughs> yeah, yeah.
3: If we should tell that, it's they're all anthropomorphic animals, but they don't. Yeah. It doesn't really matter too much the species. Kind of
1: that's right isn't it like yeah he, Is it, he's a cat and
3: they make references to it but it's not like yeah it's it, a thing but like
1: they're all uh, the same they're all human size so a rhino yeah. would be yeah. just like a bulky human yeah. size wouldn't they yeah yeah yeah, yeah.
3: but uh oh god the stories are so well done like like a lot of the pulpy kind of wild stuff but you think a story's going one way and then it turns and then turns again and genuinely there was a, so many moments in this when i was thinking oh, is this it? And then it would turn and you'd think, oh, bloody hell. Didn't see yeah. that coming.
1: Especially the and, ending. Yeah. yeah,
3: a lot of the endings are just, the especially special. the the, yeah. the Ku Klux Klan one. They're like twists at the end, and it's like, wow. These are adult, I have to... Uh, yeah,
1: I don't know what you, but I do, I do actually quite like watching uh, anthropomorphic animals having sex with each other. It's a favourite of mine, you know. Well, well, I, that
3: refers, well, I made that reference earlier with the monkeys and the tail. <laughs>
1: Yeah. Sequence,
3: uh, for, uh, yeah. I, I did review the review, like I was trying to go through the reviews
0: and... Have we lost him.
2: Yeah.
0: He's so excited about it. We lost him.
1: Yeah. He's gone. He's gone. Oh no. The monkey's uh, cut off the internet. The, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> he didn't get a he didn't get a bit turned on and had to turn yeah, his mic yeah, off, did
2: he?
0: Yeah. maybe Somebody
1: maybe... threw out some peanuts.
0: Yeah. Maybe. <laughs> But I mean, we. I mean, we can only say that if you haven't read Black Sad, yeah, do get it. on it,
1: do it. Yeah.
0: There, there's and there, and and be thankful because there's quite
2: a few you can check out. No? Yeah,
1: yeah, mm, they're all amazing. Have you yeah. read them, have. I have. I've,
2: well, yes, I read one of them. Uh, it's one here on the
1: shelf somewhere. But
2: yeah, they are fantastic. Oh, yeah, as you, thank you thank say, the amount of work on each page. Yeah, yeah, oh, definitely. Yeah. yeah.
0: Um, before Tony goes next, um, my recommendation is. Uh, Friend of the show, Matt Simmons. Um, finally, uh, I'm going to talk about his book, "Bastard Galaxia." So, which um, oh, I like that. Yeah, yeah mad, isn't which yeah. which is mad and brilliant, and in all the right places. Um, Steve Gregson and Matt Simmons. Um, I believe it was a web comic that, that started. Um, the book I got. I mean, I don't know if the book book still in in print. Forgive me, Matt. Um, but I, it was one of those I thought Bubble last year I finally got, got around to get my hands on it and um, yeah now I'm, now I'm going to give it a proper shout out because basically it's just brilliant it, I, I, I love this character and like I just it's a love letter to 80s the 80s and 90s sort of cartoons and stuff and what it's about is it's, it's the classic it's all about an evil villain um, called <laughs> Bastard Galaxia Funnily enough, he has it all: money, power, and a super awesome base that he really kind of wishes was shaped like a skull. Um, spoilers: it might be shaped a little bit like some junk, as in like a uh, penis. Um, <laughs> and,
3: uh, so my internet we're completely gone. I'm on calling in on 4G. Oh wow! Well, He's back.
0: Hey, you're back. You came in at just yeah. the right time, Dan. When I was talking mm-hmm. about dicks. <laughs> awesome. Here I come. <laughs> <literally>. <laughs> um Yes. Yeah, so, Basta Basta Galaxia is basically um, he's he's a big big time villain. And um, where has he got all his money from? Action figure sales. <laughs> um, because he yeah. uh, he it's learned in the price of an
1: action figure. By the way, oh, yeah, well, he's well, doing ridiculous. quite well. Don't
0: don't get me started on that. Yeah. Um, but now he's trying to. Um, He's got his own tie line but he's trying to straddle the line between being evil and marketable whilst not letting his crew know that he's sold out even if his latest plans all involve taking down the super rad F Man star which is an amazing thing whilst wearing cool costumes and using toy grade weaponry. Um, I mean that was obviously the synopsis that I put a bit of flavour into but I mean the the movie poster tagline they, they give it is brilliant. It's the comic where good and evil are meaningless and action figure sales are god uh we, but this is just this is hilarious i mean you know it's got such a wonderful style to it um you know this book deserves to be huge um if you ask me i, I mean the the character of galaxia he he's a villain with it with a cape and he's got like the the doctor strange like you know the the collar the the, the classic that was the classic sort of villain collar, wasn't it? In like the mm-hmm. the, the sort of silver, was it Bronze Age, Silver Age, oh gold? I oh, don't know whatever age it was. um Yeah, he's got that sort of villain sort of collar and suit. His his mask or his head is a skull, seemingly in a in a glass dome. um But he's he's no mere sort of skeletal rip off, just laughing and being evil. He's actually really hilarious. Like he's in like his base at the beginning. He's he's showing some new people around his base, including one bit, the maze of madness, um, and it traps any fool who dares to escape escape it. Um, nobody knows how to get out of it because it's so mad. And as he's walking people around, he actually forgets how to get out um, himself. Um, there is it's not an all it's not an all ages comic because um, there's lots of spicy language which makes me laugh. And I I love the fact that that it just makes the character more endearing, Um, and a lot of it is, uh, Galaxia's twin brother sort of shows up, who seems to be a normal human guy, Um, although he he's got sort of, I mean, he looks like a hipster, but yeah, and and basically Galaxia sort of showing him the sights and about his business, and there's a lot, you know, there's there's
1: heroes,
0: there's sidekicks, there's
1: henchmen. It's there's. a trade, isn't it. It's quite a long issue. It's quite a long yeah. thing, isn't yeah. it? it's, it's a trade, proper, but, yeah, it's a proper trade. Got, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've
0: got Volume One: Power, Corruption, and Lies. I know they do some little mini comics that they send out with stuff. Yeah. Oh, I certainly got some, some stuff there. They're always thinking of content to add to this, and I hope and that, cat that, and cat butts. Yeah, I hope there's more of this because they got the the great. And I know Dan likes these the fake adverts for like yeah. toys and stuff going all the way through it because the toy theme is is going all the way through it. Um but some of the, um, like, like Galaxia himself, he takes his brother to a bar, and um, he goes, Barkeeper, round of drinks for the house. On me, bastard Galaxia. And his brother's like, Dude, I had no idea that people actually did that in real life. And he's Galaxia goes, Typically, I don't imagine that they do, Kevin. I'm just that fucking rich now. And it's got fucking rich <laughs> in big letters. As Galaxia is trying to flick a peanut, peanuts again, he's trying to flick a peanut into his mouth, but because he's got a glass dome over his head, it's just bouncing off the dome. <laughs> <laughs> um yeah it's just it's just brilliant. I I think Matt's got such a great sort of handle of dialogue and it, it sort of takes the tropes that you know you know there's many stories now that talk about the villains, don't they? They are, they, they think they're being a little bit different and sort of I can't think of the word, but they, this Bastard Galaxy is one that does it right. Get on get on it now whether it be the webcomic, whether it be the book. Go to go to Matt's store and try and get get more. We'll put a link in the show notes. But yeah, I, I mean, I, I can see some fan art being done soon from my good self of this character, and yeah, I'm uh, shoot your style there. And yeah. shame on me for not jumping on it sooner. Um, it was one that I was meaning to get, and it's it's properly at my street. So there you go, highest of recommendations that one. And uh, cool. t- Tony, I'm writing all this down. Oh, good, good man. man, good man. Yeah. Uh, Tony, take it away.
1: So mine's also by a listener. Uh, the writer is Ed Whiting. Uh, and the, the comic is called Bigger Fish art by Hacken Aidin, colours by Jay Francis Totty letters by Robin Jones there you go um, published by Blacklight Publishing which I think is Ed's thing I think it's 44 pages full colour um, so it's longer than a normal comic it's kind of like an album length I suppose put it that way um, it's uh, only available at the moment I get my comics but I think it's going on Comic House as well I think um, set in 1971 in New York it's a violent gritty uh us gangland action thriller i'm going to try and summarize it as um, i'm a sucker for that time period i love anything in the 70s um long before i was born obviously so i quite like the readings about that um it opens at an apartment where which is being used to stash um a large amount of drugs there's a raid by the nypd but as it turns out they're really there just to grab the drugs and kill the dealers um and then the story goes on to mike who is just got out of prison turns out he's also um ex-military he's done two tours in vietnam and he's also he went to prison for killing a man who tried to rape a woman so he's out now and he's looking to make some money and he's back in the city um and he gets himself involved in a drugs deal which is kind of mafia but off the books mafia with a buddy of his and with because the mafia didn't deal with the mexicans they were sort of their enemy so off the books these two guys go off to do a coke deal heroin was more the drug of choice at the time by the mafia but they've decided to mix it up and go in for a bit of coke and it sort of it all goes wrong as happens with these things it all goes wrong and um, i won't spoil the last two-thirds of the book because there's so many like twists and turns so many people turn up he does that this happens this person is this it's very interesting it's got some really good dialogue one of the reasons i liked it is it's sharp dialogue um it's not afraid to show action it's not afraid to show violence um and it really does um reveal the sort of grittiness and the, the dodginess and the the violence and the quick to act um, motivations of drug dealers in, in the 70s and you know pre-internet and all that something sort of um there's a lot of talking in it actually but i didn't find it ever irksome it never it was never tiresome it actually moves the story along and it's not um expositiony it's character based and there's a reason for it and you'll find out the reason towards the end of it um it's i'm going to stick with it i think there's another one coming the art is solid um, it shows the action well. Um, there's some good facial acting. I had an issue at one point where two of the characters look very similar to the point where I thought they were brothers, but I don't think they are. Um, it, um, it uses some great panel layouts. There's some use of sort of cascading panels and some circular indents and stuff like that, which I really like. Um, and he's not afraid of a car so He's not afraid of a car, drawing a car. I know sometimes it's not always the easiest thing to draw a car, especially when you've got to draw a car that looks like it's from the, the 70s. Um, and he's not afraid of a car, uh, crowd scene as well, which is uh, good. Good design on the cover. The, um, the cover design has a 70s font, I'm going to say. It looks uh, a, little bit, a little bit disco, um, um, which is really good. You can find Ed Ed Whiting, E D W H I T I N G 209, Ed Whiting 209 on Twitter. Uh, he's also written for Future Quake and Something Wicked and Sector 13, among some other things. I think writing for Dog Breath and Future Quake and all those guys is a really good learning path for them because um mm-hmm. they've they've been putting out good comics for many years and this mm-hmm. why why have we never had them on here i don't know but we always talk about it don't we we always talk about they'll be mm-hmm. there'll be good people to get on um have you any of them on amen because i know they're no
2: i did ask dave um from future quake if he was but he wasn't really up for the idea of podcasting um oh, but, okay. you know maybe the power yeah. of the acp would yeah never come yeah. back
1: but the, yeah no so and it's um Ed, I know, cause he said to me i did the, the comic arrival right now and, and i said oh yeah because i mentioned you last week but i'm going to do a proper review of it this week and uh, he'd already listened to last week so that's quite nice so it's, uh, thanks ed um yeah it's a good one bigger fish it's called i think it's on comic house it's well worth a read it's really it's got a nice slick pro level um art pro level story um yeah it's, it's something something happens at the end of issue one i won't spoil it but it's worth carrying on with as well there you go Oh, That's nice. that, sounds,
0: that sounds good nice yeah we're not about spoilers on this show but we are about brilliant comics so go out and get any of those that we talked about and thank you yeah. eamon. thank you eamon again for your recommendations for joining us this week you've been a star you've been a legend cheers eamon. Uh,
2: it's, it's been, been a pleasure a, can i do a, a quick fight. shout out for you guys just to say yeah, sure just to say that you know i'm a huge fan of this podcast the stuff you do oh, week you, after week the positivity um the you know fascinating interviews the the passion that you bring for small press comics and all forms of comics is just fantastic and i've i was thinking you know you're telling your story about the cosplayer at breakfast um <laughs> there was a couple of years here we go, ago here we go and, <laughs> here we go a couple of years ago when let's say a certain male comics creator was uh disgracing himself or was revealing to be you know a bit dodgy, shall we say? Yeah, and I, yeah. I remember you guys tweeting to say that if anybody's giving you a hard time at a convention, come to our table, yeah, and we'll look after you. And I, I, I thought that was just just summed you guys up because you know even Tony would put up with a cosplayer to protect them from, <laughs> yeah, you know. So I, I'm being absolutely serious now. Sincerity pill on, um, you know, the this is a great podcast and the love and the passion you guys bring for the comics in this every week after week. And, that, and the fact that you do it every week
1: is astonishing. Yeah, so, surprises you know, us. Hat's off. Yeah, yeah. Thank Thanks, you. man. We do Thank appreciate you. it. Yeah. I have you. to say, Mega City Book Club um, is always a constant on yeah. yeah. dog walks. So I absolutely love listening to that. Yeah, you get some really great great guests on there yeah. as well, man. Yeah, really good. Thank you. Thank you, Tony. I've, you know, I'm, I'm glad to be in your ears when you're out dogging. <laughs> <laughs>
0: that is perfection. both at once
1: which is particularly uh, quite a talent in yours. Yeah. Uh, i
0: tell you what that brought us all down to earth I, I had a feeling there was too much love in this room but we'll, we'll clean that up afterwards right, right now we I mean, thank you eamon you you're far far too kind um and we just long to be as highbrow as you one day but until then um if you want to complain about anything you heard on the show you can email us or comicspod at gmail.com are you worried about peanuts um, <laughs> not the comic strip do you stop for peanuts do you stop for peanuts let us know yeah. um whether it be on the email or maybe on twitter at the awesome pod you know the thing is we mention this and we laugh about it but our lovely listeners there's normally fan art there's normally something trending something happens <laughs> online after this show someone's uh, yeah we want... sorry
1: that someone would have to explain who um Brian and Pascal are to their partner oh, as this happened this week. Don't,
0: yeah, don't because we'll get a, we'll get another Cumber original.
1: <laughs> the, the best um, one was the well, we've got some great ones. Cumber's was great, but we've got the one which um, Damien did of it. As if it was a wrestling match between my two <laughs> balls, like a poster.
0: Yeah, <laughs> just I mean, We're uh, like they yeah. said in an AVP, whoever wins, we all lose. <laughs> um, <laughs> follow us on Twitter at the Awesome Pod. Uh, if you do the book of faces, go to facebook.com slash Awesome Comics Podcast, And we mentioned it earlier, but please join the community group Awesome Comics Talk. Um, creators, comic fans, comic readers, comic convention organizers, loads of different people on there. And they're just, just there to talk about comics. Not hard sell, no no, nothing. It's a wonderful community of people. And let's face it, the only reason to be on Facebook. So, so search for Awesome Comics Talk. Join. Um, there's a couple of questions. If you listen to the show, you'll get in immediately. It's as simple as that um cuz we we like to treat our listeners as long as they listen to us cuz we're We've got fragile egos. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> thank you for feeding those e- egos by listening to us, whether it was on the website, awesomecomics.podbean.com. If you listen to us on Apple Podcasts, subscribe and leave a review. It just helps get the word out about the show, the wonderful mad things we talk about every week, as well as the beauty of indie, in- <laughs> indie comics. Um, if you li- listen to us on uh, other networks like Spotify, Amazon, Stitcher, Podnose, Podknife, what are the networks are we on, Tony? Uh,
1: one of Eamon's favourites, actually, Pod Lenticular Cover.
0: <laughs> what if they'll be covering that
3: in the course yeah, <laughs> yeah. fat fat covers
1: where's my die cut cover
2: class where's my 90s implosion module <laughs> god did you notice how his tone dropped yeah <laughs> keeping it real Let
0: me, keeping it real <laughs> oh, and uh, yes w- thanks for a lovely show everyone where can people find us online etc
1: tony uh, if you go to patreon.com forward slash tribute press you can sign up for one pound 49 a month or you can find me at never iron anything.com daniel
3: you can find me on twitter at vanguard comic and you can read vanguard at vanguard
0: you can find me on the social media at jester diablo and Amon, you legend you you who have lowered yourself to our level, all for entertainment this week. Where can people find you and the brilliant Mega City Book Club podcast?
2: At megacitybookclub.com or find me on Twitter, MCBC Podcast. Uh, I got that wrong. Twitter at MCBC Podcast or MCBC Podcast at gmail.com. There, I mean, got it. I mean, nice. even his name sounds Nailed like a professional
0: it. radio station. Do you know what I mean? MCB. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> do you know what I mean? I mean, it's class. It's go, go forth. That's... Listen to loads of podcasts. Read loads of comics this week, guys. Um, I mean, the sun cool. may be out; it just means you go outside and read comics. That's all it means.
3: Sun's out, guns out.
0: Oh, guns yeah. is going to uh, be out, so watch out. yourself.
3: Yeah, watch out, ladies. Um,
0: yeah, <laughs> careful, Dan. Yeah, get you. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and if you see Brian and Pascal on your on your travels, run the other way. Um, call the police police (laughs) and we will put a support line in the show notes Um, (laughs) but thank you very much for listening enjoy your weeks wherever you are we hope you're happy healthy and staying safe and brilliant like we like we know you are from Dan Tony Eamon and myself have a great week Eamon it's not two hours it's two hours late you better be prepared have a great week okay and and as always guys what do they do
2: stay Stay awesome. awesome
0: Oh, that was good. That was good. Very good. That's, That's what happens when gold. podcasts unite. Two hours of practising. Two hours <laughs> of <laughs> practising. <laughs> and that, and that oh, was even yeah. before you spoke a word to us. Shouting in the garden. Yeah. Well, we've all done that. Bye, everyone. Bye. See you.
2: Cheers. <laughs>